The music's getting better. The Bread Club has returned. Conspicuous by our absences. I know you were looking for your Wrestle Kingdom 14 post show. So much happened between our giant Wrestle Kingdom uh, central. Did I say 14? What an asshole. Such a, such, so much happened between Wrestle Kingdom 17 and today. And, our, and a preview show, it's absolute chaos. Absolute chaos. Um, yeah, it's been... Are we, are we playing this music for the whole show here, Matt? No, I'm turning it down. <laughs> I got all fired, I'm all fired up, Kieran. Oh, uh, God. Um, yeah, like, you know, Wrestle Kingdom pre... We, we put our special Wrestle Kingdom preview show. Biggest show of the year. We should be all hyped to do a review. And here we are, what, almost two weeks removed from the show and we're finally getting around to our wrestle kingdom review because we we've been busy people outside in our real lives we have been very bu- i just came back from vacation did, yeah did, did anything anything happen any any wrestling stuff happened the past two weeks i don't think there's a lot for us to cover right it's been pretty yeah. quiet as very, for a new japan very, fan very quiet on the western front <laughs> i gotta turn a lot that the time difference. Let me turn. There we go. That's a little bit. There we go. Now you can see me. There he is. There's a lot we have to cover, right? Wrestle Kingdom 17 was unbelievable, and we will get to that. But uh, you, my friend, you are you are a fucking legend. You are a, a fucking I, idiot. <laughs> no, absolutely not, dude. It was there was so much joy in my heart when I saw that you fucking pulled the trigger last minute and decided to go to Wrestle Kingdom 17. I was like, no one deserves this more than Kieran. I mean, I think last minute is an understatement. Like, I'm sat at home I and everything. December 30th, it's the evening. And I'm looking up flights again because, you know, fucking Kenny Omega or Will Ospreay said something has got me all excited again. Um, and the flights weren't as bad. If you stay, if you went for a little bit longer, the flights cut almost in half. And I put up a tweet and I was like, you know, should I do it? Shouldn't I do it? And who rears his head? But fucking William Ospreay with three words. He responds to me. Do it, pussy. And I'm like, well, fuck. So I, I joke and he went back to Will and I was like, for fuck's sake, Will. I was like, sponsor me, you know, help me out. Help me get to Japan. And he came back and he was like, if you come, I'll I'll get your I'll sort you out your tickets. And I was like, well fuck. I'm getting offered tickets for the biggest non WWE show of the year, the biggest show in a New Japan calendar from the guy that's, you know, putting on what's gonna be the biggest match of the night, going in as champion, Mr. Will Ospreay. I was like, I think I gotta do this. And my my fiance persuaded me. Uh Will got in the, the my DMs and he was like, dude, I will actually sort you out. Um and yeah, the next thing I know, I, I've booked a flight that leaves 12 hours later. So I'm spending my evening rushing around trying to fucking pack for uh, eight days in Tokyo on 12 hours notice. And I've got to sleep still. So it's like, I got like three hours before I got to go to bed, you know? Now, you know what? First of all, tip of the cap to your wonderful fiance for encouraging you to do that. That's how you know you have a good woman. Secondly, major props to the fucking, probably the biggest star uh, in New Japan Pro Wrestling, or one of the biggest stars and one of the best wrestlers in the last couple of years, Will Ospreay, for A, calling you out, uh, which is hysterical, and B, coming correct and hooking you up. All this wonderfulness 
does not make me feel guilty about the fact that Kevin Kelly shouted out the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast instead of the Bread Club. Because you don't yeah. <laughs> end up at the fucking Noah show. You got to see Muda Nakamura. You're taking pictures with fucking Mercedes Monet, Kenny Omega. You, you're, man, you fucking made the most of it. And I'm so happy for you. Jealous, but very happy for you. The, the Noah show was why I had to leave when I left. If I'd got on a later flight, I wouldn't have made New Year's Day Noah and Nippon Budokan. And Budokan is big checkbox for me now. I've, I've hit up a lot, all, all the venues I want to hit in Tokyo. I've got to start going outside Tokyo now. Um, but that's why it was last minute. But you, you know, you say kudos to my, my wonderful fiance Hazel, but Matt, I left for Tokyo Saturday morning, December 31st. Uh, 5 6 a.m in the morning later that same afternoon that same afternoon so i'm on a plane to fucking japan she goes and buys a kitten i mean dude you know it's, <laughs> it's give and take right it's give uh, and take. A- absolutely absolutely she's a, she's a little maniac and um, we've called her yuki she's a uh, pure white uh you know there's plenty of wrestlers with yuki in their name yuki ueno yuki arai off the top of my head um and it means snow in uh, Japanese. And she wanted to give it a name, a Japanese related name because she got her uh, because I went to Japan again. So we have a little maniac ruining my life and waking me up and trying to eat all my cables and destroy my wrestling stuff now. Nice. So now you have two. I have two. I've got one very well behaved good boy and a little fucking terror. I mean, the tra- I feel like I feel like the trade's worth it, though. Last minute trip to Japan, and all you have to do is suffer with the. I mean, it's going to grow out of the kitten stage, right? I fuck. I, I bloody hope so. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so it was. Uh, it was Noah January first. Uh, TJPW and Wrestle Kingdom both on January fourth. New Year's Dash January fifth. Stardom January sixth. Uh, January seventh. January sixth. Uh, and then Choco Pro on the Sunday as well. I hit up six shows in eight days. I could have done more if I wanted to. DDT were at Coroquen, or Japan were at Coroquen. So many more shows, but I kind of picked, picked the ones I wanted to go to. I've seen DDT before in Coroquen, uh, TJPW, and I'd have to say the most fun I'd at a show, Choco Pro is easily at the top of that chart. TJPW second, then everything else below it. But, um, but yeah, obviously I'll, I'll talk about my experience inside the Tokyo Dome uh, New Year's Dash as well once we get into the meat and bones of the fucking best show of the year so far. Now, how are you recovering? Uh, I struggled. Um, so my flight back was 1 a.m. from Japan, uh, and it was direct, and it flew through the night. I'd never flown a flight like that before, which was great because I struggled to sleep on planes, but it was 1 a.m., so naturally, I just fucking zoned out. Oh, nice. Um, but you know what's really cool? And I've, I know this before, but on Japan Airlines as well, they uh, they have New Japan on their little in-flight entertainment screen where you watch movies and stuff. Yep. They have New Japan, um, and I've checked out stuff before, and this time around, it was two matches. They had the famous Enoki vader tokyo Dome match with the best German suplex of all fucking time, and they had Naito versus Okada, I think at Dontaku for the title last year. So I had those on during takeoff, and then next thing I know, I was asleep. Nice. Nice. That's good. I can't sleep in a plane. No, me, me yeah, neither. We were... We, while you were fucking gallivanting all around Japan... You're on a cruise, man. Pre-cruise, though. Okay. Kieran, I did it. I stayed up for Uh-oh. all the fucking Wrestle Kingdom. Hell yes. It was I a long it. show. I worked all day Tuesday oh. at the restaurant, came home, went to the diner with my wife, got back. I'm like, uh, I'm going to try and take a nap. 
just was so jacked up. I had two Monster Energy drinks in the refrigerator. Um, couldn't fall asleep, and I was like, I'm doing it. One o'clock, what pre-show was like 1.20 here on the East Coast. Cracked that first Monster Energy drink. Got through the pre-show. Um, and then the, the Wrestle Kingdom show started, and it was rolling. And then like 4 a.m., I was crushing a Monster Energy drink. And I'm I'm not gonna lie. We'll and we'll talk about the show uh, after Osprey and Omega. I was fucking spent. Yes, but I was yeah. like, "You you made it this far." The fucking sun's coming out. My mother in law woke up <laughs> and she came out and she's like, "What are you doing up so early?" And I'm like, "I'm watching the wrestling show." She's like, "You woke up early for this?" I'm like, uh, uh, I haven't slept. I haven't gone to bed." Yet. <laughs> uh, so I powered through Jay White Okada. Uh, and just as the sun was coming up at like 7.15, I went to bed. And I only slept for like four hours because I, I did go on a cruise. So we were leaving Friday morning. Yeah. And my and it, here in Jersey, it rained Wednesday. So when it rains and the, the weather's shitty, unless it's like a paid-for event on the food truck, I don't go out. I'm not going to stand out in the rain and try and sell things. Yeah, of course. So it rained. So I woke up Wednesday and like 10 minutes after I woke up, my boss called and was like, the weather's going to be shit. We're not going out today. I was like, yes. Yes. So I packed, took a nap. Like I was good. And then me and my, we go out every Thursday night uh, to a bar, a local, a local pub here. Uh, And I was like, I I think this is a bad idea. Like we got to be on Friday at like 430. Yeah, damn. What are you guys doing? <laughs> it's not. It's not like we don't go out and get like hammered. Yeah, yeah. But we were out late, and I had some. I had a couple of drinks, but it's, I don't do well in little sleep. We got home at like twelve o'clock. That alarm went off at four thirty. I was fucking dead to the world, man. I got on the plane and no TV in my seat. Like the flight had no TV. I forgot my fucking AirPods, but I had like I had like how, regular headphones. How but, long was the flight? Like two hours and twenty minutes. Oh, do you do you want to do you want to hear how long my flight was from Japan to London? Sixteen hours. There, fifteen, sixteen hours. And do you know why? I didn't know this. I put something on Instagram, and Gabriel Kid responded to me, and it's because of the fucking war. It's because of the fucking Russians can't fly over Russia, so you have to go all the way around like a smiley face. Oh, really? So it adds on like an extra three to four hours. Oh, so, no yeah. shit! Fuck you, Russia, Fuck for, for for much more reasons than just that. Right, of course. Yeah, so I can't... I was dead to the world, but I can't fucking sleep on a plane for a fucking life of me, dude. No, no. I didn't sleep on the flight out there. I was dead. Like I said, I had to fly when I flew. Otherwise, I would have missed the night show. I hit the floor. I know Tokyo very well now. It was my fifth trip. Got to the air, uh, Got to the fucking hotel. I was too early to check in. I was like, please, like, can I get changed somewhere? Freshen up. Some deodorant, change of clothes, straight back out of the door to the Nippon Budokan, hoping I could get a ticket on the day, which I thankfully could. Um, but it was it was packed. It was a great, great crowd. How uh, how what is there? So you show up at the hotel. Is there someone that speaks English there? Or are you like there? If you've never been to Japan before, you will be fine as an English speaker. Like especially in Tokyo, obviously it's the tourist central place. Uh, everyone is gonna that if you checking into a hotel, they're gonna know enough English to get by. Okay. You won't struggle. Everything is signposted in English as well as Japanese. Oh, Everything. Nice. Every station will say the name in Japanese and then it will say it in English. It's such an easy place to get around. Um, I've never once touched a cab or an Uber or anything like that in Japan. They're 
transport their trains their subway is incredible i love it so much um which is why yeah i'm always chomping at a bit to go back nice i look i already started told my wife i said i'm going next year Hell it's yeah. happening i already yeah. started saving money for it i'm going that, that that week you know as well stardom do a big show towards the end of the year like january 28th 29th huge show noah january 1st and then yeah tjpw hours before us kingdom like literally coracle hall is 15 second walk from the Tokyo Dome. Nice. So TJPW starts at 11 a.m., finishes 2, 2.30. I stroll down the stairs at Corroquin Hall, right over to the Tokyo Dome, and next thing, and you know, and, you know, I'm getting... They had a New Japan theme drink and food this year for the first time. So they had lion beer and lion juice. Oh, um, nice. And some lion burgers of some kind. Uh, but yeah, um, like, it's all on your doorstep. It's super easy. Um, yeah, fantastic trip. Awesome. Very awesome. Now, I did watch... I re-signed up for Wrestle Universe because I am. I, I'm gonna make a very strong effort to keep tabs on Noah, uh, as well as New Japan. Um, and I'm not very familiar with a lot of the talent, but I did. I did get to watch that that uh, that show, um, the New Year show, because um, they do have English commentary on Wrestle Universe. Yep, yep. Um, and I really enjoyed that show. Uh, I thought Nakamura and Muda was fucking. It was beautiful. The entrance for Nakamura was unbelievable. The guy is just a supernova, man. Fucking that to be there for that was incredible. Um, I felt like it was kind of really a, a, a show of three matches: the top three matches, the tag match, Kenta Marufuji versus Sugiro uh, Kojima. Uh, Keno and Kiyomiya fucking knocked out of the park. Just we're not in the main event. Let's go out and kill each other. Fifteen minutes. That fucking. Falcon Arrow from the top rope yeah, onto the apron. Oh my god, that was fucking horrific. Um, I see some nasty shit that week, but that was probably the the worst spot I see all I saw all week. Um, but yeah, of course we got us all Noah because fucking coming up this weekend with Noah versus New Japan best of five series, we'll get there. We'll get there. We've got so much to talk about. Yeah, it's it's fair. again. Uh, so I went on my cruise, and that was great just to just to unplug from the world and just do absolutely nothing you you not you knew you were on a cruise because the shining wizard's uh, twitter feed went from like 100 to like 10 <laughs> i was like oh it's clear who runs the wizard's feed yes i was not uh dude it was it was nice um absolutely it's just to, to, to not um to not have the your cell phone where you're like constantly just fucking wasting time i brought a couple wrestling books with me um because I was like, I'm going to bring some books with nothing like... I read a lot of murder books because I'm really into, like, murder. Not like... Murder not fucking podcasts are, like, the biggest thing in the world, man. I'm, yeah, I totally get I'm very fascinated by it. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, fa- like, why people do it and what makes people do it and all that shit. So I was like, I'm not bringing those, though, because those are, like, fucking heavy. I just want nice, easy reads. And I read, read a great book about the, the All Japan uh, Pro Wrestling Noah split. Yes, I think you mentioned this beforehand uh, on our last episode that you had this for the trip. Yeah, so I read that. I read Tracy's mother's book, and I read uh, The Grappler, which is a great uh, a great book about uh, the wrestler, The Grappler, from, from the, the late 70s, early 80s in the Mid-South. It's just nice, easy. We had a yeah. balcony on the ship. Oh. Uh, our, our room had a balcony, so it was like, if the pool's too fucking crowded, we just mm-hmm. went down the balcony. We opened the sliding glass door, the fucking waves. You just fucking relax. It was uh, fantastic. You're, you're living a good life, man. I was hobbling around Tokyo. Like I got a busted knee somehow. Fucking 
you know, doing these like mini hikes and trekking all over the place and like it's cold but it's clear skies at least and it's sunny and you're just fucking sunbathing raking up the sun rays oh yeah well look there was a lot of steps on the ship so we did walk. <laughs> we, we weren't my wife was refused we were not taking the elevator if we were going to eat a drink for seven days we were going to walk up all the stairs so that's fair that's, that's smart yeah it worked out good we had i had like uh it's funny when you're not on social media and then you come back on. So we were, our cruise went from Florida to the Bahamas to St. Thomas and St. Thomas is one of the United States Virgin Islands. So my phone worked there. Like I could turn my right. phone on. Yeah. So in the morning you're just trying to catch up and I'm like, this is, this is fucking like way too much. It's just a lot. I go through Twitter, see what we're tagged in, who tagged us and stuff, what's going on there. Then I'm looking at this, that I'm like, fuck this noise. Social media is a full-time job, man. Like, you know, especially with the way I treat mine and stuff, you know, posting my gifts, making sure there's content. It's a full-time job. Yes. Did you explain that to Kenny Omega when you took a picture with him? <laughs> um, so the story here of meeting Kenny Omega is I'm at Coroquin Hall. And for those who don't know, Coroquin Hall is on like the fifth floor of a building. Um, and obviously there's like a, an entryway and there's lifts and stuff. So I'm just standing in the entryway waiting for tickets to go on sale. I'm a little bit early. Uh, speaking to some other foreign fans who, you know, we just casually started chat- chatting. Um, and dude walks past out on the street, uh, and he's got a mask on, he's got massive sunglasses on, he's got a big hat on. Uh, he's a big dude. What's the giveaway with Kenny Omega? He's got fucking very long dreadlock hair basically going down his back. Um, so I say out loud to the guys on the street, I'm like, that's Kenny Omega, and I make a beeline. Um, and you know. He stops because he says goodbye to... He's with two other dudes. He says goodbye to one of them. So obviously, you know, I, I'm i not silly in how to approach wrestlers, especially in public. I'm going to be as polite and courteous as I can. You know, sorry, Kenny. Sorry to interrupt. Is it all right if I grab a quick picture of you, please? If you've met Kenny before, you know he is a gentleman. Such a nice fucking dude. Um, He said, of course, of course. Uh, He started... I, I thought, you know, can I take my mask off? And he was like, yeah, absolutely. He was already taking his off. Once the mask came off, he kind of gave me a look. And I was like, oh, hi, I'm Kieran uh, from Twitter. And he was like, oh, I thought I recognized you. And he gave me a big handshake. Um, and then, you know, we took the picture. We had like, you know, a little bit of conversation. I was like, yeah, you know, so cool to see you out here. I flew over last minute and hopefully see you in London for AEW. Uh, and then there was like another three foreign fans as well. And he took a picture of all of them after as well. Uh, I don't know. The person he was with was like, oh, I've seen all your shit on Twitter, dude. Like all the stuff with Osprey is like, it's so fucking fun to watch. And um, he's been... So whoever Kenny was with was aware of my Twitter feed as well. Uh, but no, no, it was literally so much potluck. I, I hung around off the Tokyo Dome. I hung around off New Year's Dash. No Kenny Omega. I'm waiting for tickets for stardom. Here comes Kenny Omega. I uh, I saw, so I, you, people people in the Shining Wizards Discord saw your picture with Mercedes <laughs> Martinez. Uh, not Mercedes. Monet. <laughs> Mercedes Monet. I, I might just call her Sasha Banks just to, cause that's what I'm yeah. so used to. So I apologize to the fightful overbooked uh, fans out there. It will change over time, but don't fucking crucify me. People are like, he got a selfie with Mercedes Monet. And then someone's like, does he realize no Naomi's in the background too? Oh, I knew. I just didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey, Bailey and Naomi were sat like three or four rows behind me in the Tokyo Dome. Um, Did you, where you turn around, you're like, what's up? What's up? <laughs> this is Kieran C. Vince ain't getting you no nice seats, did he? Exactly. I'm going to sit back down now. Uh, Mercedes got them much nicer seats than mine. Like, 
where Will like Will got me fantastic seats. I had a straight on view. Like there was no, they had like big rigs in each corner for the lighting that your view could get blocked. I had an incredible view. Um, thanks to Will for the ticket. Um, and uh, but yeah, no, I just, I thought I saw Naomi in the queue, like to get some food, but she's wearing a mask. And I'm like, I'm, it's, I'm pretty sure that's her. Um, it's an uncanny resemblance otherwise. And then I went toilet during the show and came back, and then I realized, oh wait, Bailey and Naomi have been behind me this entire time. Nice. But yeah, Bailey, Naomi, and, si- and Mercedes walked out together from the Tokyo Dome, and I picked strategically who I would ask for a picture with, and I went with and Mercedes. She was cool with it because you know she's yeah. got a history of. Oh of, yeah, of, yeah, of, I know. She, I, I said, I, I said, you know, just she's walked past, like, hey, Mercedes, sorry, is it okay if I grab a quick selfie? And she was like, yeah, sure. And she leant in and stuck up the fingers, and I wanted to take the mask off, but I was like, I'm probably by the time I take the mask off, she's going to change my mind and everything. So I just took the very bad selfie. Um, but yeah, hey. I'm not gonna. Pretty, I would have gonna... been like, "Yo, what's up? How do you make your hair do that?" Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy, right? <laughs> As well, like, so you've got the, obviously Kyrie Tam happens. Some dude comes and sits like right ne- near me, and he, I'm like, "This dude's a fashion designer. He's wearing the craziest fucking clothes. He's got the craziest hair. He's got some huge briefcase style thing." And I'm like, the, "It made me think." Okay, Mercedes is definitely coming out. We knew she was coming out, but I was yeah. like, "This dude has come out right now. He's pulled out his phone." And he was clearly there for Mercedes because then straight away he fucked off after. So like right. I don't know, maybe he was her fashion designer in Japan or something like that. Now, uh, now before we get to Wrestle Kingdom, I Let's do. do it. You were there live, but did you go back and watch the show? Yeah, so I downloaded it. Obviously, I've got New Japan World. The only reason I downloaded it was because I wanted to watch it on the flight home. There's no Wi-Fi. Right. Um, I'm signed up to New Japan World. Uh, I watched it on the flight back. Um, I fell. As- I-, I was kind of teetering on sleep for some of it. Um, but I started off with I Make Osprey when I was fully awake so that I would watch that one, the most important, and then I worked my way. But yeah, I have rewatched the vast majority of it. Nice. All right. Very good. 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 So uh, you were there live. I stayed up and watched the whole thing. I was live tweeting as best as I could. I, I wanted to, of course, pay full attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's anything really much at the pre-show. Uh, Bolton, Oleg, uh, and uh, Oa yeah. was whatever. Yeah, it was fine. Um, I think, like we said, the fact that Oleg was on the Tokyo Dome for his debut, huge, who debuts at the Tokyo Dome. Um, and he came out in a singlet and stuff, which, you know, young lions don't get to come out oh. and wrestle in their own singlet and everything. Um, whilst Matt tries not to die. Ah, oh, the fucking cat, the litter box is in the closet over here. Trixie just blew it up. <laughs> blew it up. Like, I don't even think she covered it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, Oh god damn man. But yeah, him, Sorry. him him wrestling in the singlet and being debuting in Tokyo Dome speaks <sighs> volumes. But yeah, it was kind of a nothing match. And then you're into the New Japan Rambo, which you know, again, isn't the most fun of matches. Uh I can't that there wasn't any big surprises in that, uh, I don't think. I think the highlight was probably Kenta doing his speed walking down the ramp. That was tremendous. Super entertaining. Um but yeah, I don't, again, nothing to really talk about. And then the Inoki Memorial match, it was where it was. It had a really fucking botched finish. Yes. Um, but hearing Inoki's music is always a treat. It's, got, it's such a good song. Um, but yeah, pre-show, was it was where it was. Yeah, the pre-show was a good... It was a pre-show. It was a good uh, palate cleanser. And me being from the States here and staying up late, there was a lot of people um, that were watching the show. And I interacted with a lot of a lot of people... Sorry, fucking Nelly. Um, 
a lot of people, you know, and, and you saw there was a lot of great Twitter accounts out there, and I didn't write anything down or anything, but there were people like explaining like this is not like what everyone's excited about these these six legends not having the greatest match ever. Like this is par for the course. Like this is how we start the Wrestle Kingdom: the exhibition match, the rando, and this match. But when the when we when it you know when three o'clock rolls around, the fucking the, the the gloves are off. It is bonkers. Yeah, and then like I say, it fucking kicks off in like like this is the best way to kick off Wrestle Kingdom. It's what we know and love. Just get the juniors in there, let them fucking do some crazy shit. Um, and Leo Rush and Yo versus Catch Two Two, Francesco Kira, TJP. Um, fucking wild spot on the uh the ramp. Uh, Leo Rush taking the old alley oop and his face getting fucking destroyed oh had exploded oh my god like from where i was i just thought he was he had paint on his face i was like i couldn't believe he, that was blood um and from speaking a little bit of uh, inside a scoop from speaking to a wrestler after the show his face stuck like a dent in the ramp where the led lights were oh, so really? all the wrestlers that then had to walk down the ramp afterwards had to be careful to not you know get their foot like in this dip like that's how hard leo rush's face fucking face planted into the ramp um he had to pull out of uh, PWG's Battle of Los Angeles because of it. Yeah, he picked a lot of. Lot, if you follow him on social media, they stitch his face together very nicely. But man, he took a beating. Oh. Um, what a what a uh, you know new Wrestle Kingdom is known for the the IWGP Junior starting off the show and is never disappointing. And this is just another example of that. These guys put it fucking all out there. Huge excitement too. We didn't even mention it. The boys were back together. Gino Gambino. Oh, oh, that was so, so cool to see. I fucking love Gino. He had so much to commentary. Like, he was he's, awesome. He's genuinely so fucking good. He's such a character on there, but he also just adds a lot to the match. Like, he just the overall, he is tremendous. He had so much color to it. Uh, so it was so great to hear them back together. And he lost like 60 pounds. He looks awesome. He looks fantastic in the white suit. You couldn't miss him no matter where you were sat inside the Tokyo Dome. Um, the day of Wrestle Kingdom, because I was in Tokyo Dome City area early for TJPW, I met up with Gino briefly and we had a quick chat and a quick catch up and stuff because we chat on social media. Um, yeah, and he he's delighted to be back. You know, we're definitely going to see more of him out there as well. That was fantastic. It was so great to hear him. The match was great. Um as per our conversation with Akira on our Wrestle Kingdom 17 preview show, they were successful. And that's kind of what we were rooting for. This is, Hell yeah. we're looking for, uh, and I think I, I can speak for both of us when I think we're looking for Catch 22 to uh, take this IWGP Junior Tag Team title to another level, a level it hasn't been at in a long time where they're successfully defending it and really putting their stamp on the division. Yeah, I'm so glad they won. Uh, hopefully, it continues with the upcoming match against Suzuki Goon. Um, I was surprised that the, the, with the win, the roll up quick little win, but it keeps the other team looking strong. They didn't beat, beat them definitively. Maybe there's going to be something further down the road there. Um, but yeah, no, I, absolutely delighted they won. Uh, that was the result we were both hoping for for sure. And I hope this the, that and if it's not um, if it's not an if it doesn't turn into a regular tag team. I hope that the energy that Leo Rush breathed into Yo is something that he can carry forward because I think, you know, and we talked about it when we did the best of the super juniors, like sometimes Yo is just flat, but he was like all in on this through the the junior tag league and this match. Like 
I just want to see him carry that momentum because if he if he can show that fire, I think he really has a future in the juniors division. He has everything. Like he, there's nothing holding that man back. He looks fucking tremendous. He is ripped to shit, and he is huge for a junior. Uh, he looked like the look I like the black all black looked awesome. Uh, but yeah, for whatever reason, you know, Russia's lit that fire in him. He's got that spark. Hopefully that's going to continue now in this feud with Hiromu and a match with Hiromu. Because if this is the yo we keep on getting, we're going to learn to love him very quickly. Yeah, please give it to me. I'll tell you what was quickly. This women's match, it was very, it was, it was, Bullshit. it was Bullshit. good. The match was good. But man, they should have given those ladies like an extra five minutes, man. Five minutes, 47 seconds is bullshit. Like, I felt so sorry for them, especially considering how flat in the Tokyo Dome the whole Mercedes Monet bit felt. Um, I don't think it went off very well, but to take all this time away from them, like, this is the showcase for stardom. I know we've got historic crossover, but not even so much. I don't, for Kyrie, like, I feel for Tam Nakano. Like, this was such a big moment for her. She's fucking awesome. She's such a good wrestler. And, you know, for someone like yourself that's kind of, you know, you have an interest in stardom, if you had all the time in the world, you would totally watch it. Yes. But, you know, a guy like yourself who's going to see Tam Nakano for the first time, you got to see her for five minutes. She got to bust out one cool move. She got to put, bust out the violent screwdriver where she just fucking, like, dropped uh, Kyrie straight on her head, like a tombstone-style thing. Um, but, yeah, no, I feel for her because she, she's amazing. She deserved more. Um, but, yeah, obviously this whole match was basically there just for Mercedes Monet to make her debut. Which was, I mean, it's Kevin Kelly said it on commentary, the 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 worst kept secret in professional wrestling. I mean, we all knew it was coming. Yeah, I think with a case like that, it's there. It, I think it's a CM Punk style thing. It's leaked on purpose. Do you know what I mean? They want people to tune in because they know Sasha's coming and it's a bad secret and it sells more tickets. It's part of the reason I wanted to go. It's not the reason. It's certainly an extra thing. If she wasn't there, I, was, I would have gone anyway. But it gets more eyes on it. People will then buy the subscriptions in advance in anticipation. Um, yeah, I'd be surprised if that one really leaked. If you know anyone actually got their hands on that information and it wasn't put out there on purpose by New Japan, by Mercedes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, uh, you know, again, the match was good. The match was awesome. They done well for their time. Yeah, they were. They did they, great. They for... couldn't have done anything more. They did, did amazing for what they were given. It was just disappointing. It ended so quickly, and I was like, you couldn't find like five extra minutes for these ladies somewhere on the show yeah and then you know mercedes makes this big long walk down the ramp with the very okay theme song um doesn't exactly get doesn't get your blood pumping does it uh she cuts a very bizarre promo it's not very good uh she hits this move which was fucking botched as hell it looked like in the tokyo dome it must have looked awful on street yeah it was Um, it did not come across well on the team like no one seemed to really react. Uh, and then, yeah, but I mean, it's huge for New Japan. It's huge for Mercedes. It's huge for stardom. You know, we're getting the matchup battle in the Valley between Kyrie and uh, Mercedes. And, you know, it's sold out days later uh, after the official announcement. Um, so, you know, it's the power of Mercedes. Yeah, no, it, it was, you know, it's a, it's great for the women's wrestling movement in Japan because it, it I don't think a lot of, western people are watching stardom you know there's a there's a good there's a good pocket here in the states but i saw a lot of people on social media that night that that their only thing was they ordered this 
for Sasha and she came early. So then they were not going to watch the rest of the show till the next day or whatever. But there was a lot of excitement and buzz. I'm not the biggest Sasha Banks fan. She just doesn't. She's good. She's great, but it just doesn't. I mean, she does I've, for me. yeah, I've not watched her in so many years. Like, you know, me and you are both well out of the WWE zone. Um, but back when I did watch it, I liked her. I thought she was tremendous in the ring. But that was before I dipped my toes into the, the Joshi world and seeing how good these guys were as well. But I'm all for seeing how good she might be. I, but I don't want to see her against Kyrie. I want to see her against full-fledged stardom guys. You know, Kyrie knows how to work the WWE style. They've got yeah. history. I want to see her against the Tam Nakana. I want to see her against the Natami Hayashishita, Shuri, a Julia, just the, the full-fledged stardom guys that put on the stardom bangers that we know and love. I want to see if she can hang with those guys. And I think she can. I I I I, I think highly of Sasha Banks, uh, Mercedes Money. Um, I think I think she'll be fine. Yeah, I'm sure she will. And if it gets more eyes on the product, and clearly the San Jose Battle in the Valley show is sold out. So it's a start there, you know, and there's a lot of different ways it can go and it'll be exciting to see but then 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 wrestle kingdom really gets going because yoshihashi pinned ftr board the internet willed it into existence uh i uh this was a fucking fantastic tag match um and if it's the end of ftr in new japan for the time being fine so be it like this this was the right decision uh bishimon had an unbelievable 2022 and uh, a hot end of 2021. Uh, and Kevin Kelly fucking murdered yes. PWI. <laughs> and then I uh, went on, you know, I was live tweeting. So I went and murdered them too. And they responded. And like, they were like, you guys, he's absolutely right. Kevin Kelly is right. Like we fucked up. We we brought it up when the PWI died on here, when the tag listings came out, the Bishamon were not on there, which is absurd because their calendar for this this runs from like September to September. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Or something, but whatever, in that time frame, Bishamon had one World Tag League, had beaten Dangerous Techers for the tag title at Wrestle Kingdom. Even if they'd done nothing else, if that was their two only things they'd done, they're still going to be in like what the top twenty-five at least. Right. Like God, were on the fucking list. Tangaloa has been in Tangaloa rinsed with like one match. Like what the fuck? Yeah, it's uh, it was I clearly mean, an oversight on PWI's yes. part. Yes, but this is like, man, if you like tag team wrestling, like this was a Hell great yeah. fucking match. And look, I don't know how it was in the Tokyo Dome, but watching it live, like the pacing of the show, what well, it oh, was like, boom, it was so quick, boom. Boom, boom. I was like, what the? F- this is fantastic. It, it really was quick. And I was thinking the whole time, like, okay, they're giving Kenny and, Oka- Kenny and Osprey are going to go long. Yeah. That's, that's just the, the mindset I had when we got through this. And, you know, the opening match was about 10 minutes. Like we said, the IWGP women's match, five minutes. This match was about 10 minutes again. I was like, okay, yeah, they're, they're burning through because Kenny and Osprey are going to go fucking long. But you also, they're also setting a pace. Like it was not like. Oh, it was awesome. It was great. There's like no one's overstaying their welcome. Yeah, and there's no like you're not dragging ass. Like they're, they, mm-hmm. they. I think they were consciously consciously aware that people in the states were up watching this and across all of Europe too. Like I know the time zones are all fucking weird. Yeah, but the pacing was awesome. Like there was never a moment where you're like, Ooh. no, no, not absolutely not. Um, that that match was awesome. Fishermon back to back 
win World Tag League and win the titles at Wrestle Kingdom. Fucking, it's incredible to glow up of Yoshihashi, how he is genuinely just fucking great now. Um, there's no meme about it. Uh, and then it, the, the, the fucking the good times keep on coming, man. Ren Narita versus Blonde Zack Sabre Jr. Love the, love the new hair. And he's on his way to the ring. He's calling out the Prime Minister of the UK, telling him to pay nurses more. So fucking good odds. You can always rely on Zack Sabre Jr. He's fucking fantastic. This was one. This might be my second favorite match of the night. Like just oh, yeah. pure wrestling clinic. Like just just the the idea with the time limit and and we're gonna crown our first TV champion. And and is this Red Narita's moment? Like it, all of it was just there. And then post match, like woo, chef's yes. chef's fucking kiss, dude. Like oh. it just makes sense. Yes. It's amazing. I we we never saw this coming. We didn't think about it at all when we were saying who's going to go where, what's going to happen with Suzuki Goon. Why didn't anyone say, "Oh, Zach might reunite with his boys from back in the day"? Because it's fucking, it's a perfect fit. It's it's absolutely perfect. Zach being the front man, as they're calling him, of TMDK now. Yeah, it was great. Zach wins the. He's the first uh, TV champion, and then post match, uh, the TMDK come out and they offer him a spot in uh, in TMDK. And uh, he accepts, and he he is placed in between Shane and Mikey Nichols with the title on the ring apron, and it's just a beautiful sight. Uh, it's, I'm so excited for them, and obviously the things that happened at New Year's Dash that we'll get onto with Kosei Fujita. Um, but fucking, yeah, that tre- tremendous match, tremendous post-match. Um, and then, uh, you know, another title match is Wrestle Kingdom. There's no fucking filler here. We get into the Never Openweight Championship match. Tamatonga versus the Machine Gun. WWE superstar, the Machine Gun, Carl Anderson. Now, I think, look, Carl had, uh, nothing about Carl Anderson in this run of New Japan has impressed neither of us. We've been very vocal about that. If you've been watching the Bread Club on Fightful Overbooked, FightfulOverbooked.com, you know we're not, like, over the moon about it. The ending of this was dog shit. The oh, way yeah. he took, he like he like half assed. Oh no, he took. Gun. Yeah, Carl Anson took an awful stun gun. Yeah, like really bad. But homeboy had his fucking working boots on, bro. I it, this match was a lot better than I thought it was gonna be. I, you you've gone a little bit there. Are we back. Yeah, I think so. You, I you're back. That was you. Yeah, we're no, back. go on. Go go for it again. This match was a lot better. I think you was gonna say. Yeah, this match was a lot better than I thought it was gonna be. Carl looked like he had his working boots on. Uh, it's not five stars in the Tokyo Dome. You know, maybe two and a half, but it was more than I thought we were gonna get out of Carl. It was a great. It was really smart to start with the the hitting him over the head and then attacking him on the outside, then attacking him on the outside again, and then going for the third one and him getting his comeuppance and everything. It did really set its own tone and set it apart on this card, which it needed to do because you've got a technical clinic like Ren versus Zach, you've got a tag team clinic, you've got Osprey and Omega who are just going to fucking change the game. Uh, you've got all these different types of styles and matches. They had to make it their own and they did with that opening. They, you know, Tamatonga having to fight from beneath and yeah, they, we get we get the right result and Carl Anderson's duty is done. Thankfully. And now the New Japan is saved from Carl Anderson, Tamatonga. Yes. Rightfully, should have never again. Should have never lost the title, but he gets um, his big Tokyo Dome moment. I'm fine, fine, but good, good for Tamatonga. Yeah, and we'll talk about it when we talk New Year's Dash. We're on some exciting things, some fresh things. Lots of fresh things. New Year's Dash was fucking so great. Uh, uh, the Muda's last match is a six man here. It's Muda, Tanahashi, and Umino against Lij, Naito, Sonata, Bushi. Uh, I'm a nerd. 
I love the start of this match. I love Sonata Muda. I love how uh-huh. Muda, uh, Sonata was doing the drop kicks. He hits the moonsault. Like, yep. dude, when he hit that moonsault, I was like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> I would it, not be upset if that's how it, it was. Like, so good. It was a superb start to the match. And then Muto goes for his own moonsault. And Tanahashi's like, bro, save your knees. You don't save have his any knees. knees his career's done. What is fucking Tanahashi doing? His dumb hair and his stupid air guitar. Dude, his knees would have just shattered. Like, literally, there would have just been a gap in the middle of his leg. He's got one more moonsault he, in him. He has to. Well, I'm sure in his, his final match, whatever that happens to be, maybe not even that's that's still yet to be announced who he's gonna face. Um that's an interesting one actually. I thought you're doing uh what's that? This is this this Sunday is what bye bye Muta. This right? Sunday's great Muta, yeah. But Muto's last great Muta, match. Darby Allen Sting. Yep, against Akira uh, Ishu, uh, um uh, Fujinami. It's not Fujinami, no. is it? It's uh, uh, no, Akushi. And Marafuji. Yes, Marafuji. Um, yeah, uh, that's on Sunday. Noah showing your karma today. Same day, same venue as where New Japan will be Saturday for the New Japan versus Noah show. Um, but yeah, like we said, Shotaro's placement on in this match was very telling of what they think of him. He got the win in Muto's last match and then teased the uh, now announced match that we're getting with Naito. But yeah, it, it was a match. There was nothing special. It was just, you know, a final hurrah for Muto in the New Japan ring, which was uh, thoroughly deserved and obviously warranted there was something special kieran post-match post-match as uh, tanahashi and the great muda or keiji muta or walking to the back our dear friend kevin kelly shouts out the shining wizard wrestling podcast. oh is that when it happens <laughs> Five like thirty in the morning and i wanted to fall i was like geeked out of my mind one friend was up uh, my buddy Phil Ray was watching and he texted me. He's like, you better fucking be awake for this. And a couple people on Twitter were like, did I just hear Kevin Kelly shout out the Wizards? And I was like overcome with joy. I mean, Kevin meant to shout out the Bread Club. But... He did. But you know what? No, I'm... you got a fucking free ticket. Exactly. From exactly. Fucking stars. It, it worked out well. It worked out well. And I did reach out to you and I was like, hey, man. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I'm sure he meant to say the bread club, but I need a win, dude. No, no, thoroughly deserved. The Wizards deserve a win after all these years, man. After all these years? 11, 12, 11. I just meant like in the New Japan world here. You, oh, fucking, you know, I got to do a show. I get off the show with you and then you're like, uh, this person wants to hang out and get suits together. This guy wants to buy me ramen. And I'm no here with my ramen. stinky shit. I went Starbucks with a wrestler for a few hours. That was fun. But Starbucks with a wrestler. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do I know this wrestler? You do know this wrestler. I won't say who, just because if I say other stuff and connect the dots and things like that. All right. Um, we'll talk later. Yeah. I like dirt. I like the dirt. But yeah. No. Um, I, yeah. Uh, so I was going to say, just on, on that note of meeting wrestlers, um, obviously lots of... My Twitter was fantastic. 99% of people were like, this is awesome. So happy for you. You're having a great time. You get a 1% of people that don't even follow me that are like, oh, Will got you shit seats. And I'm like, bro, like the best wrestler in the world got me seats and they're awesome. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't respond to him. I don't give a shit. Like I'm, I can very easily block that stuff out. Thankfully, it makes me laugh. Um, but post Wrestle Kingdom, so there, me and Will were planning to meet up multiple times. Um, he was very overwhelmed with the whole occasion. Uh, the, the, we haven't even talked about the promo the, from the press conference where he fucking went Ooh. off. G promo of the year contender on day one, fucking straight from the heart, so real, so awesome. Um, 
but yeah, I think he was very overwhelmed. He didn't expect everything to be as big as it was, as the reaction it was, the love he got and everything. Um, so, but I did see him briefly after the Tokyo Dome. Uh, quick little hug and a hello. Um, you know, he said, we'll try and meet up later. Uh, but he had to, he had other duties after Wrestle Kingdom to attend to. The guy's nonstop. And then he's New Year's Dash the day after. And then he flew home. What New Year's Dash probably finished 9 p.m., 10 p.m. in Japan. And then he was on a 1 a.m. flight home back to London. Uh, so, unfortunately, we didn't have the t- chance to meet up. I'm sure I'll meet up for him in London. Uh, I got a few bits for him that I found in a shop in Japan that he's keen on. A few little Hayabusa uh, figures, because I know he loves Hayabusa. Um, but yeah, we, we we were chatting the whole time, but unfortunately, yeah, no, no picture for the socials. That's okay. I'm sure uh, you'll get yours, Dick. Um... <laughs> Did you say Dick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've got lots of pictures from him over the years, just not one now. Well, all right. <laughs> um, all right. But yeah, just to, tell just, us. Just, just, just gonna put that out there. Just to put that one to bed, because lots of people were like, "Why have you not got a picture of Will and all this stuff?" He's a, he was a busy fucking guy. Yeah, it's biggest show of the year, biggest match of his mm-hmm. career. It's not yeah, to be absolutely. not not a surprise. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm. Are you all aboard the Master Watto train? I, I'm Master Watto. Yes, yeah, so I'm turning on Master Watto. We're starting to to. But man, I'm fucking over Takahashi as the junior man. I don't. I thought I, he would win going into this. Yeah, I was really rooting for Despy. I just feel like. I think he, it has been a while since he's been champion, but it doesn't feel like it has because he's winning best of super juniors every fucking year. Um, but I figured he's been, he's not been champion for a while now. I thought he was going to win it. Yeah, it was a great match. Great four way. Lots of action as expected. Uh, I, I do like the tag match from a couple months ago better. Oh, uh, but this, yeah, yeah. It was it, they, so, so different. Yeah. Yeah. Different, different. Uh, atmosphere, but this still delivered. Um, Master Watto was the star of this match by fucking far. They, the crowd was so up for him winning by the end of this. Like, no matter who your favorite was going into this match, by the end of it, everyone was fucking behind Master Watto. Yeah, so he's really turned the page in these last last eight weeks. This, yeah, uh, the feud has done wonders for him. Yeah, and then during this match, the commentary informs us there's there's a fight backstage, <laughs> yeah. uh, and we later find out that it's uh, the Congo faction has confronted Lij, and we'll get into that as we move forward. Um, next up was was Kenny Omega Will Osprey. I mean, fucking from do you know what the entrances make this just elevate it so fucking high from the get go. Kenny Omega coming out to Sephiroth's fucking theme song. Jesus Christ, I was losing my mind. And then, you know, Will's teasing this whole Return of the Assassin stuff. And the whole time I was thinking, like, I wonder if he brings back Elevated. Like, in the build-up to the show, I wonder if he brings back Elevated. And it fucking hit, man. And I'm sitting alone in the Tokyo Dome. There's not many people around me because I'm in, like, complimentary seats, like friends, family, and stuff like that. Uh, And I'm singing along to fucking Elevated because the lyrics are even up on the screen as well. Um, what a fucking entrance from both of them, man! They, this was the main event, no doubt, and and they delivered. And it's funny, so I didn't get to do the Shining Wizards podcast the Monday after Wrestle Kingdom because yeah, I was away. Yeah. Um, and, and Tony and Handsome Kevin did an unbelievable job, and I think Tony hit the nail right on the head. And it kind of applies to Nakamura and Lance Archer. Kenny Omega in New Japan hits a he's like. 
I hate Kenny. This is Tony's words, paraphrasing. I hate Kenny Omega in AEW. He's goofing around with the Young Bucks. He's not taking himself very seriously. He said, New Japan, Kenny Omega, I'll take him every day of the week. He is a different beast in Japan. Holy shit, is he ever. It's insane. Just He seems like a totally different person, right? Like, I don't know. To change the Roth, he gets to do what he wants, I suppose. He gets to come out in fucking Sephiroth-inspired gear to Final Fantasy Sephiroth music. Um, like, yeah, I, he, he is a just... different animal entirely. Unbelievable. He was fucking vicious. And, this... and I could have done without Don Callis on commentary. I thought this at first. He gets better as it goes on. I think like at first he's very character and the early things, I think he does get better. Um, yeah, I kind of, I'm not sure. I think you may be right. Maybe Gino in that spot, but he, he don't certainly had his moments. Yeah. I was very happy that he was not ringside though. Yeah, no, no, there was no way that I think these two are smart. were smart enough to never have any type of interference in this. Like the one bit you get from the United empire rushing in to check will after that crazy, top rope inside fucking DDT onto an exposed turnbuckle craziest fucking thing um, and them all rushing over just made that moment feel a million times bigger than it already was yeah it would, I think the match delivered on so many levels uh, it was Kenny Omega was vicious everything made sense uh, and they beat the dog shit out of it the mouse under Kenny's eye Osprey busted open like what and the pace of the match it was just it do you know what as well i think what was so unique about it and makes it so good you kept on waiting for a will osprey comeback and it just never fucking came for so long like will osprey got a second to breathe he climbs to the top rope and he's about to do something and omega falls for his legs and slips him off the top rope and bosh he hits the top turnbuckle again like just for so long you was waiting for the osprey comeback and for like 10 15 minutes it felt like Omega's just kicking the fucking shit out of him, smashing his face through the wooden table. I know we know those Japanese wooden tables are not the same things you get in WWE. No. They're fucking thick, stiff motherfuckers. Um, it, it, I, I, I hadn't seen a match like it. It, it. It's its own level, its own totally own unique thing. I couldn't compare it to anything else. No, it, it they, they definitely, man, it was, if you haven't seen it, I don't even think like words can, can describe it. Like, Everyone has their own opinions on what the best match ever is. Like, it's up there, man. It's such a fucking great story. The history, like, go back, look at the history. The promos, like that promo Osprey cut at the press conference was, it doesn't get any realer. Like, there's, that's that's a promo. Like, you talk like Dusty and Ric Flair and like, I don't know, people think like CM Punk's a great promo and more power to you. But man, this was like raw, emotional, real, like, no bullshit, no scripts. Like he fucking laid it all out out on the line, and just that was like, I saw that like Tuesday afternoon, and I was like, "How do you not? How do I not stay up for this? Like I have to it, see this fucking it, match." It really sold the match. Just Osprey alone, there, man. It fucking like uh, it, it was perfect. Is there is really the only way I can explain it? Like I, I, there was nothing more I wanted from that match. There was nothing. I could say they should have done this differently or I would have liked if they'd done that from the fucking entrance to the final bell. I perfection. Were you surprised with the outcome? Yes. Like we said, I fully expected Osprey to win. Um, You know, I'm wearing a Kenny Omega shirt, which I want to show off because it's really cool. Um, But you know, I was 
you know, the guy, nicest guy in the world, even if I wasn't this lucky enough to be having conversations with Will Ospreay, you know, that only kicked into place like August when I'd done the interview with him. Before I was his biggest fan anyway, you know, touting it on, on Twitter, he's the best in the world, the same as stuff that you put out there, Matt, and everything like we're both such big Will Ospreay fans and we thought this was going to be his moment. You know, he's the hometown king, essentially. You know, here's this outsider coming in. Fucking Will Ospreay put in all the work during the pandemic. Fuck off, Kenny. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm not upset with the result, though, because the match was so fucking awesome. Yeah, and I think the story, you know, they're, they're New Japan's great at telling redemption stories. Naito's the perfect case because uh-huh. they're, they've done that well. Naito's the never-ending redemption story. He's yeah. never getting that fucking redemption. <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know it's it's exciting because because that means in some capacity Kenny Omega will be in a new Japan ring whether it be the Battle of San, San Jose or he'll be back in Japan. Yes. Uh you know so that's super exciting and and we're going to get to New Year's Dash cuz I'm like I I I don't know if I have every right to be as excited as I am about what's next for Will Ospreay but I'm fucking for <laughs> it man. Like we'll it's get- weird but I fucking love it. Well, we still have the actual main event of Wrestle Kingdom and we can jump into New Year's Dash because, yeah, like, God, having to follow up that, like, J.Y. and Okada, they they didn't have a fucking chance. They they tried, it just, it felt quite flat in the Yeah, well, I think we talked about it on the preview show, like, Jay not being in Japan, um, and, you know, there's all these rumors circulating now, we're going to talk about it at New Year's Dash too, like, you know, it just it wasn't there. You know, like it just felt very flat. I think when he won the title in in Ju- June, uh, May or June, whatever it was, whenever June, I think Dominion, was, yeah. Um, you know, it was super exciting. But then, like, he's now ne- never in Japan, so it was. You know, you can only hear him say he's five and one so many times before you're like, all right, I fucking get it. Like. It just we we've said it before. It had no build. Whereas Osprey and Omega done so much with so little. Omega with the the introduction promo when he challenges the stuff they've done online over the years, and then you know the promo at the press conference, everything you needed. Where yeah, Jay White was just kind of scraping the barrel. Okada's a coward. Five one. Okada's coward. Five one. And you know Okada, you know it's an Inoki special. I'm gonna win, and you know I'm I'm gonna be the champion. It was really generic, boring wrestling stuff. There, there was nothing to sink your teeth into. I didn't have a horse in the race, which never, which is never fun to watch. You know, Omega Osprey. I was cheering for Osprey. I wanted Osprey to win. I, I loved the match because of it. Jay White Okada. You kind of know Okada's gonna win, and I didn't really care either way. Yeah, it was. Uh, look, and the match was good, right? It, it wasn't it was, a bad match. It was good, but that is not good enough for Wrestle Kingdom main event. Right. That's was, the problem. To your point, there was nothing to sink your teeth in. There was no wow moment. I think we all saw when I won the G1. We knew the result. It had its moments. Like, you know, Jay White hitting the Rainmaker was cool. It's something that's been done a lot. Every wrestler that has a title match against Okada ends up hitting the Brainmaker against them at some point. Okada hitting the Blade Runner was awesome. Like that was something that we've maybe seen once or twice before. I'm not sure, but yeah, the the result was never in doubt. They had the unenviable task. Um, yeah, it it, it was where it was. This it, this is Wrestle Kingdom's going to be remembered for Omega Osprey. Hundred percent. And then uh, yeah, we we end the show with Okada standing tall and and I was a little surprised to see. Uh, Shingo. Shingo, yeah, so was I. I did not expect that. I, um, I like it. I'm just unexpected. 
Yeah, no, I'm I'm a fan of it too. I was, you know, I was being I was holding out hope for for Abushi. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, or like a Brian Danielson. Uh, that's a big holding out hope. <laughs> yeah, but then you have to remember, like new beginnings, like like we we can't get we can't get a you know you can't get your Christmas presents in February, right? You got to wait. So I like this as a first defense for Okada. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there's a um, history there. Shingo used to be the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, of course, he so lost like... the title Wrestle Kingdom 16 to Okada. There's, you know, he beat Okada to win the title in the first place when it was vacated from Osprey. Uh, yeah, there's tons of history. But, you know, it was an awesome Wrestle Kingdom. But I think when we look back in the years to come, the only thing we will remember and talk about is Omega Osprey. Yeah, it... I don't, I don't see, I don't see why not, right? It, it was a fantastic night, though. Like, you know, I delighted I got to go and get the Tokyo Dome chicken nuggets again. Um, Tokyo, oh yeah, are they good? Oh, I love Tokyo Dome chicken nuggets, dude. The, the amount of food on offer in the Tokyo Dome is astounding. They have a Taco Bell inside the Tokyo Dome. Nice. Um, Alex in there. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, but then they have tons of other food, like just so much variety of food. Uh, it is. It's an. It's an awesome venue. Um, I I never tire of going there. That's what I like to hear. I have one com- uh, got to backtrack a little bit. My mm-hmm. only complaint here, and this is not about Wrestle Kingdom, but I did mention I watched the um, Pro Wrestling No show. Um, the announcers, they do a great job. But if I had to hear them say Nippon Budokan one more time, oh what? Fucking, no, uh, yeah, I was gonna cut my fucking wrist every <laughs> at least at least three times in every match. It's a body slam in the Nippon Budokan. Oh what? The commentators. Oh my god! Oh, really? I, I mean, that's not a show I'm going to watch back. Um, I like Stuart Fulton and Mark Pickering. I think are the English commentators. Um, one of them does a better job than the other. I think. Uh, but yeah. Um, it was like it was. Uh, just let me watch the match, bro. Stop telling me. I know we're in the Nippon Budokan. I've been watching for three <laughs> hours. Um, it was a big deal for them. It was the biggest show they've done in many, many years. But fucking, can we move on to New Year's Bash? We Holy New Year's shit! Bash ready? New Year's Bash. New Year's Bash. Like... New Year's Bash. You, there's so many things here this is, that I never saw coming. For so for for a good few years now, New Year's Dash has been a wet fish, and it's been disappointing because when Western fans started to get involved in Wrestle Kingdom in New Japan, shit started popping off at New Year's Dash. Kenny Omega kicks AJ Styles out of Bullet Club. Uh, um, Suzuki Goon make their grand return and invade. Uh, other shit that I definitely can't remember. Um, <laughs> In 2020, it was like nothing. Like, John Moxley showed up and attacked Suzuki um, and stuff like that. Uh, it was nothing very exciting. But this one was literally every match, they set up something new. This was Holy the fucking shit. dream New Year's Dash. Uh, I was sat next to Tamatonga's wife and son for this show on one side. Uh, on my right side, and then on my left side, I had Francesco Akira's mum and her little brother. Uh, so I was definitely in the the... Friends and family seats that night, that's for sure. Is it was this another Osprey hookup or was this just dumb luck? Yeah, yeah, no, Osprey got me a ticket for New Year's Dash. Um as well. Uh what a fu- you know what? I'm just gonna go out there and say this now. Well Osprey, what a fucking guy. What a guy. He does the he 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 was silly and foolish in his youthful days in wrestling. He is the first to admit it. He was an idiot. He was a twat. He shouldn't have been tweeting the things he says. But he's changed twat again. Twat. That's amazing. Twat. Um but he uh he, he's grown. How can you this is not the same man? He was no. young, he's now 
nearing on 30, you know, if he's not already 30, I don't know. But yeah, I love Will Ospreay to bits. Um, but yeah, New Year's Bash, fucking, we don't know who's going to be wrestling who. We don't know. They're just going to walk out the curtain. Let's fucking well, go. We did, we did know about the KOPW. Oh, we knew, we knew one match. But first match, Renarita Tiger Mars and Tomoaki Honma versus Dick Togo, Yudro, Takashi, and Evil. Uh, no one gives a shit about the match. But post-match, House of Torture... <laughs> Pass the torture beating up Renarita and who comes to his rescue? Dude, Minoru, I, Minoru Suzuki. What? And then, who, and then who comes to Suzuki's rescue? El Desperado. What? So El Desperado, Renarita, Minoru Suzuki. What is happening? I, I love it. I it love was. it. I fucking love it. Do you know what? I had this, again, it's not something I posted out there, like elevated, but in my mind, I had this fantasy booking of like just a, a when Suzuki Gun broke up of this group of grapplers, just people that are fucking proper grapplers, proper technicians, get Suzuki in there, get Zack in there, get Ren in there, get a fucking healthy Shibata in there. How's that for a fucking faction? Fucking proper grapple fuck guys. Um, that dream's down the toilet. But anyway, I just wanted to get out of it. But man, this is a fucking team. Ren, Narita, Suzuki, and Despi, Jesus. Holy shit. And just that Narita's just confusion about the whole thing. <laughs> and done and like... Man, if there's any, if there's a team that's going to take those never open weight tag titles, the six mans off of uh, House of Torture, I'm in. Well, interestingly, the match is set, but it's not for the titles. So hopefully they get the win and then do get to challenge for the titles. But it's it's interesting. Like, are they a group? Is this just a temporary alliance? What's the story? Yeah, it'll be, it'll be, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to watch. Just as fun as the next match here with Taichi, Doki, Kanemura with Taka. Uh, defeated Osprey, TJP, and France, uh, Francisco Akira. Can we uh, we talk about the pre-match promo here, Matt? I just don't, four guys. I don't speak a word of Japanese. I'm on Discord on my phone in Otaward on on the wrestling Discord saying, "Guys, what the fuck is Taka saying? Translate. Someone tell me what Chris Charlton's translating, please." And then I hear Taka go, "We're just four guys in English," and I fucking popped so hard. I was like. They're not calling themselves just four guys. No fucking way. That is the best name ever. Why not? It just it's Oh, it's awesome. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what it is, and I don't know why it works, but it just work like this works. And maybe I'm just biased because I love New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, it works. Taka, Taichi, Doki Choki, and Kanamura. Come on. That's what a stable. That's like I, it's kind of it is literally just Suzuki Goon minus a few members, but Yeah. Like There's the no reason field. they can't stick together. I did say, like, it kind of seems cheating if they just get back together, but they're changing it up, I guess, I suppose. They got a new name, Just Four Guys. Um, and then, yeah, but they, they face the fucking wrath of Will Ospreay in this match. He is an unhappy man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it, it looks like we're going to get Kanemura and Doki going after the juniors. But I am more excited about a fuck. I love Tai Chi. I really think Tai Chi is super underrated. Him and Osprey. Like maybe they had a match at the G one a couple years ago. Maybe they've tangled before, but like I don't know. But you know, you know, I'd have to go back and look, and I'm not doing that right now. February fourth, Osprey Taichi. That's awesome. Fuck yeah, sign me up, man. It's awesome. it's a new chapter for Osprey coming off of this this awesome run where he was the U.S. champion, right? And then Taichi has had his moments. I know we got a G one win over Naito. Like he oh, had yeah. this great feud with Shingo over the KOPW. Uh, Dangerous Techers were a fantastic tag team, but now like Taichi's go- gonna be the first story of the new year with 
arguably the hottest wrestler in New Japan and pro wrestling. Like, mm-hmm. I don't see Taichi beating him, but I'm excited for this. Yeah, nice, no, awesome. We're getting just four guys versus the United Empire. We've got Taichi versus Osprey, and of course, in this match, Doki got the win over Francesco Akira. He got the win over the junior tag champ. So we're getting Doki and Kanemaru versus TJP and Akira. And this is where my catch two two allegiances gets a bit eerie, gets a bit dodgy because I fucking love Doki. I, I want that boy. He did, I want him to earn that tag title, but I don't know that I want it to be at the expense of catch two two. Doki Choki. Ah uh, man. Uh, I think I win either way. Hopefully the uh hopefully United Empire keep their titles. Um and then, yeah, the, the Funkies rolling. We get Chaos, Hiroki Goto, Tomohiro Ishii, Yoshihashi versus the new TMDK, Shane Hayes, Mikey Nichols, and Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, Mikey Nichols gets the win over Yoshihashi. Boom, we've got another title challenge. Yeah, I've looked at TMDK and awesome World Tag League. We were very high on them. Um, and then, you know, Zack Sabre Jr., he's never done. He's never done. He decides they need a fourth member, and he grabs Vegeta, <laughs> and he takes uh, off his young lion's garb, and he gives him a TMDK shirt, and he puts it on. And I think this is the first time in the history of, of New Japan where a young lion is now part of a unit. I, I think so. They they were certainly saying that on commentary. I think I, I, I saw um, or on Twitter or something, but... It's interesting. Has it has he graduated? Is is he a young lion still? And he's just part of DMDK. Is this kind of his graduation? Uh, it's guy. It's interesting all the same. But that again, they set so much emotion in this match. You get Mikey Nichols, Shane Hayes challenging for the tag titles. Awesome, 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 awesome. Yep. We're getting Tomohiro Ishii challenging Zach for the NJPW World TV Championship. Defense yep. number one for Zach. Let's fucking go. And then yeah, Kose Fujita is getting dragged into TMDK, whether he likes it or not. But Zack Sabre Jr. certainly likes him. It's fantastic. It's it's. I think it's the best part of the, the whole weekend with Wrestle Kingdom and New Year's Dash. And TMDK the borders are open again. Like, What, dude? So, so when, that, when all this TMDK stuff happened, I went back to the New Japan Tokon shop in Swedabashi. I wanted to buy a TMDK shirt, just the one that says TMDK on the front. I don't think they had it. They only had like the Jonah one, which has said some fucking, I don't know. It's got like the claw, the bear mouth or some yeah. bollocks on the back. I don't know. I didn't want it, but I went back. I wanted to buy a TMDK shirt because of everything that happened that weekend. Like they made a big fan out of me for everything. Yeah. They're fucking fantastic. That's it's I'm big, big fan, big fan. I know bad dude Tito's repping TMDK oh, over here. Like, God. come on. Stable of the year. Go out on lock. Come on, I I don't know about the year United Empire. My fucking uh should be my autograph should be showing up any day now too. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see that. that that's got to get framed and go. That's gonna go nicely on the wall behind you. Uh yeah, I gotta make room for that. I gotta <laughs> shit, I gotta hang up still. Uh, we're we're rocking and rolling. Umino, Taguchi, Togi Makabe, and Yo against the Lij of uh, Bushi, Naito, Takahashi, and Sonata. Um, we're just we're just we're on our way here. We're setting up a lot of things. Um, Yo uh, pins Takahashi to set up the next challenger for the uh, junior title. Uh, and the Naito Umino uh, feud is off and running, which is, I mean, fre- the fresh, the fresh blood is just oh. great. The way they're being inserted into these programs, like, I'm st- Umino is going to get a chance to shine. He did it the back half of last year, and now him and Naito uh, at, at the New Beginnings shows, like, let's do it. Yeah, like, 
I, it's also fresh, right? The TMDK staff, Renarita, Zach, uh, Shara Umino, all these title challenges, new champions, new Japan. It's, it's the the pandemic feel like you know. Let's get crowd noise back as a fucking definitive, because going from cheering in Tokyo Dome to only being out to clap in New Year's Dash was killer. Yeah. Um, but it the the, the ball has been opened up. New Year's New Japan has never felt fresher like in a long long time it's a good time to be a new japan fan yeah absolutely and if you jump you know i know they give this show away for free right on on yeah their... new year's national is free man fucking great show i hope i really hope people tuned in to check it out uh we got bullet club uh jay white kenta elp and ishimori against master wado hikaleo tanahashi and tamatanga can uh, i so to, to interrupt yeah hikaleo is so fucking over man they fucking love that dude we've spoken about it before um, but to see it in person when he steps into the ring and runs into the corner and everyone on the Bullet Club side jumps off the ropes because they don't want to get knocked off by Hikaleo, the oohs and the ahs and the gasps just from seeing Hikaleo step over the rope and charge across the ring, they fucking love him. Yeah, and I think that's going to play that Oleg Bolton cat. Like, whenever we get to see him, like, it's the same thing. He's a fucking monster. Like, oh. people are going to be enamored by him. Uh this match was there's so much going on again. Like for the match, Jay White fucking tries to murder Chris Charlton. Um, you know, I don't know what Chris is saying on commentary. I don't know what Jay White's saying to him. I'm just from my viewpoint, see Jay White trying to get his hands on poor old Chris Charlton and Gino doing his best to protect little Chris. Um, but then the match itself ends with El Fantasmo using the title, attacking Tamatonga, gets called disqualification. Um, you know, we're getting El Fantasma versus Tamatonga. That should be a really fucking good match. Uh, but the the obviously the talking point here is Jay White losing the fucking plot. Uh, just losing his mind, beating a shot of Hikilo with a chair and challenging him to a loser leaves Japan match. What the fuck? The uh, the yeah, it was uh, it was crazy. It was wild. He blames him for losing the title against Okada. Um, and we have this loser leaves Japan match, and the the rumors are out there, man. They're circulating that his contract I mean, is up, and he is. There's the, the, the rumors, have, the reports. I'm pretty sure Fightful have reported both that WWE are interested in Hikaleo, and they're also interested in Jay White. That doesn't help fucking me understand who's going to be leaving Japan. Come on, do you know what I mean? Like, I is that know. the beauty of it? But yeah, no, it's great. Uh, you know, um, but. I think one that perhaps one of the more compelling parts of this as well is the post match too sweet that Jay White goes for. They leave him hanging. They're unsure. Jay White throws up the too sweet to his boys. El Fantasmo, Kento, and Taiji Shimori, they hesitate. They look to each other, should we? And they, they solemnly and very slowly go for that too sweet. So Jay White, they're always calculating, you know, usually always got a plan very methodical. It just it just seems like this was a different Jay White. And I'm all for it. I said Coming out of this Wrestle Kingdom, something has to happen. He can't just yeah, carry on. But we didn't really talk about it. The that post match where he's he he kind of gives Okada his flowers, not in the, the Yeah, it's very the only way Jay White knows how to, you know. Yeah. Hugs it was really It was re- it was weird. It, so it's, what did he say? What did he whisper in Okada's ear? Yeah, it it's gonna be interesting. This match will really because they're out there. WWE wants Jay White, and AEW is interested in Jay White, and Hikaleo has interest from WWE. And obviously, the reason why. Mm. Um, I was just thinking. So, 
the loser leave Japan match is happening February 11th. I'm pretty sure that the main new beginning show. It's my birthday. It's quite easy for me to remember. Nice. Um, and he's got this match with Eddie Kingston at Battle in the Valley, and I think that's a week later. Yes, it is the 18th. Yeah, so in my, I was just like, well, that kind of gives away the result. But it's a loser leaves Japan match. It's not a loser leaves New Japan match. So Jay White could lose to Hikaleo, and of course he could still wrestle Eddie Kingston at Battle in the Valley. Yes, but then there's, you know, and we'll get to it when we get to our news. They are re restructuring New Japan yeah. Strong. Yeah. So, Good. Uh, and it's 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 uh it's interesting. Because, and we've been through this before with Jay White. After he lost to Abushi, we went through this whole thing. Isn't the, yeah. the whole contract talk and this person might be leaving? It's, it's, it bores me to tears. I hate it. Has, have we seen, like, has Jay White reached the pinnacle? Is there anything else he can do in New Japan Pro Wrestling? He's not won the G1. And I think he's got a, such a great baby face running him. Yes. Like, because he's been a young lion, you know, he sent when he left to go on excursion, he cut his promo in Japanese to the Osaka crowd, and then he went on excursion. He's when he won the title in Osaka, he made them break protocol. He had them cheering. He was speaking in English. They were losing their mind for Jay White. There is so much potential in a big baby face top guy run from Jay White in Japan that uh, it would be devastatingly wasteful if we don't get that. But He's got, a, a, you know, he's got a home in America somewhere, I think in Florida or something like that. Yep. If he wants to stay at home and he wants to earn money and live more comfortably rather than having to fly, you know, you can't fault the guy. Does either of these guys going to WWE or AEW move the needle for you at all? Uh, look, I don't think at this point anything's going to get me to tune into AEW, like short of maybe Shibata. Do you know what I mean? Like just something truly outrageous that isn't right. going to happen. Um, Hikaleo, obviously, totally not. I'd be, I'd be interested just to see how he's dealt, what they do with him, yada yada yada. You know, I'm on the fringes of AW and WWE just because of social media. You know, right. you can't help avoid it if you're a wrestling fan. But no, it certainly wouldn't move, move needle for me. I, I hope Jade doesn't go because did this just this thing every single year now it just seems to be like, oh, Jay White might be leaving New Japan, and he doesn't like. It would be nice to just put that shit to bed. Yeah, no, I'm with you, and and I would not. I you, we we are two huge Jay White fans. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not lie if he went to, to WWE. I would not. I would not give a shit. I wouldn't. I don't. I would not watch. Oh no, absolutely not. I think the thing is, he kept, when he came back at Dominion, it was the best thing in the world. We were so fucking high on it. Huge Jay White fans, like you said, it was the coolest thing. He dominated Okada. Jay White's fucking back. He's been missing. He comes back instantly, top of the table. Instantly fucking king of the mountain. And then, yeah, it just fucking faltered. Um, but, it, you know, I think he's doing the New Beginning tour. He might be. If he's getting his reps back in, if he's going to be showing up more and more, if we're going to get the Jay White of old, then there's no re Like, you know, we're, we're going to fall back in love with him very quickly, I think. Right. Yeah. And then, and then to, in my, and it's, you know, people can shit on it or disagree or whatever, but I really don't think, you know, we talk about Nakamura. We talk about, uh, you know, Lance Archer, like when these guys go overseas, like they just, they don't, it, it's very, they feel very generic and very boring. And they, mm-hmm. and then the presentation is different. And it just like you watch Nakamura against Muda at, at Noah. And it's like this guy, this guy's a fucking superstar. How, 
how can how can I, who have just been a wrestling fan, know it? And 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 this dude who is like controlling wrestling in North America, not see it and not have someone to be like, this dude is a fucking megastar. Like we can make this work. How is that possible? It's yeah. I I don't want Jay White to go. You know, I might not be over there and he's going to be like the fucking bushwhacker junior, (laughs) dumb fucking New Zealand fucking gimmick with fucking Cyclops Sean Michael (laughs) NXT. Fuck out of here, man. I don't want that. We we might not be high on Jay White right now. I don't think many New Japan fans are. It doesn't mean we want him to leave. He he will get back up there, I'm sure. People go, you know, they they go through dips and they'll they'll rise back up again. And and Jay White's just in a dip at the moment. We'll see what happens with the Sikaleo feud. Um, do we really want to talk about the KPW four way match? I mean, match. we have Shingo's the new champion. There we go. He's gonna feud with uh, he's gonna feud with the Great Okada now over it. Yeah, Shingo's the new champion. Um, it's called it. There's a belt for it. Uh, oh, yeah. It should have been the case the whole time, really. Um, but yeah, the match was a match, I suppose. Um, even in the crowd, it wasn't the most exciting of things. Uh, but yeah, Shingo won, and he's on his way to uh, you know, challenging Okada and defending his title this coming Sunday. And Shingo, fuck sake, Shingo! Like he recommended another thirty count match. Like, what's going on up here, Shingo? Like, he likes him. Fucking get, get a bit creative, man. That's like the third time I think he suggested that match. Like, bro, come on. Let, let me uh, let me ask you a question because it was main event time. <sighs> ooh, ooh. Did you uh, did you make a little cumsies? Oh, you found out, mate, honestly, when you found out Kenny Omega and Okada were a fucking tag team. Jesus Christ, man! Fucking had to throw the jeans in the bin and everything. Um. God damn, like what a... United Empire come out and like I'm talking on Discord as well. I'm like, who? We we know Okada's going to be coming out. Okada's not come out. Who who who'd you put with Okada? Rocky? Rocky was my guess. Rocky Romero. And then Kenny's music here, and I was like, why the fuck do I know this music? I know this music very well. Who the fuck's music is this? And then he comes through the curtain, and I was like, oh my fucking god! Like I lost my shit in my seat. Um, Poor Tamatonga's wife is probably like, what the fuck is wrong with this little geek? Um, <laughs> and because I know, like, obviously, you know, Okada's going to be the partner. But that fucking coin drop. Oh, that coin drop is the stone cold breaking glass of the modern yep. day. I When it hit Kenny's reaction, the little sudden dart turn, the eyes. Oh, it was the fucking coolest moment. I can't believe I was there to witness that. Did you ever think in fucking 2023... You'd see the pairing of Okada and Omega. Oh my god, dude! A a, ring. I, a funny story. I, I, I chatting away with Hanare on Instagram whilst I'm out in Japan and stuff. Um, I I, I met up with him. We had a little brief chat and stuff. Uh, and talking away, I went. Oh, I messaged him the day of New Year's Dash. I messaged him. I was like, Oh, I really. We're, we're talking back and forth, and I went. Oh, I really hope Kenny's at the show tonight. Hanare just liked the the message on Instagram. He didn't respond. He just liked it. Fucking fast forward a few hours and the motherfucker's in the main event against Kenny Omega. I messaged him after. I just went, bro. <laughs> and he was like, oh, dude, when you messaged me, I, ch- I had to c- keep my mouth shut. I so wanted to tell you, but couldn't. I was like, this is awesome, man. That's fucking fantastic. What a, what a fun, fun. 
show and the match was awesome the match was awesome that's the thing as well it's not like they were like oh let's just ride on the coattails of the fact we're teaming together it was awesome like kenny on the apron okada's in the corner and kenny walking across the apron and going kazuchika to like try to ride him up and the crowd going oh that's fucking awesome that's so awesome you know what's great you don't get the bullshit even if there was chance you wouldn't have got this is awesome right you wouldn't have got holy shit holy shit they're fucking just living in like you know this is amazing, and they're loving it. The fans like I, that that finish, the the rain trigger, as fans are calling it. Yeah, oh, yeah, the spot where Okada misses the rainmaker, but Kenny's there to clean it up with the V trigger. Oh like, man! Oh, that was fantastic! Awesome. And the touching the belts to each other as well before the match. It was beautiful. Yeah, and then uh, you know, Shingo comes out afterwards and challenges to the match and. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Kenny, Kenny tells Jeff Cobb if he wants it, he's gonna have to come over to the states and fucking Jeff Cobb versus Kenny Omega. Holy Fuck. shit! Yeah, man, that Sign is me up at least five stars on the old Meltzer scale, man. That could break the scale. They they will do incredible things together. It's just it's it's such a you know like again, there, I don't think there's any better time of the year, man. Like the G one's great. The New Japan Cup's a lot of fun. Love the tag leagues. But man, Wrestle Kingdom and New Year's Dash really sets the tone for the year. And I'm super fucking excited for, for New Japan in 2023. Like, this has all the feels, man. All the, the, new, feels. the New Year's Dash over delivered so much. Like, I wanted a few things. The fact that every match set something up, it was the, the perfect New Year's Dash, like, and that, that ending. But, you know, we say it's the great time of the year to be a fucking New Japan fan. You know, this coming Saturday, Wrestle Kingdom 17 in Yokohama Arena, New Japan versus Noah in every fucking match. It's a it's a proper New Japan versus Noah. We're getting six singles matches where it's New Japan versus Noah guys, and five of them obviously the Lij versus Congo series. We we got a preview this shit, man. Absolutely, and I'm very excited for this. We saw what they did last year with Wrestle Kingdom, uh, and they set this up during during Wrestle Kingdom. Congo yeah. interrupted uh, Lij. Uh, the, the, the stuff has been tremendous. Like Naito is such a, he is the best troll in wrestling history. <laughs> like, oh, just, yeah. So, so it's really right, Matt. Like Congo oh, rock up backstage at Wrestle Kingdom, get in Naito's face. Obviously Naito's Naito. He doesn't give a shit. He's unbothered. And then you get, the best thing is when they do the press conference for Wrestle Kingdom to announce these matches and Keno is losing his shit shouting and naito's just there pretending to sleep as he does that picture made the cover of weekly pro wrestling have you seen it <laughs> it's fucking literally the pick the front cover of weekly pro wrestling is keno red in the face losing his mind and naito just pretending to sleep it's the best cover to a wrestling magazine ever and uh it's in my queue because i know noah ran a couple shows while i was away uh, and didn't, uh, as Keno was very upset because apparently they didn't pay for their tickets for one of the show, <laughs> LIJ. LIJ rocked up to a show like a day or two ago. They just rocked up. They went to the merch table. They was like, yeah, we want to buy a Congo shirt for the meet and greet. And then Congo like signed the shirt and everything. And they all posed for pictures together and everything. It's tremendous. There's a video of like Naito wanting to get the shirt from Keno once they've all signed it. And he's like, shaking because he's such a nervous fan he's so excited to meet keno and his fucking naito is a, a fucking genius man what a, what a hero yeah there's a lot of uh this is very you know and again i, I said at the top of the, the show like i'm gonna try and watch more Noah and kind of 
familiarize myself with the, with the Noah roster and the talent. Um, but this is going to be a lot of fun, man. New Japan against Noah, the second year in a row, which is a beautiful thing. Nice working relationship, but the card is stacked top to bottom. It's so much better. Yeah, we kick off the the pre-show with a couple of young lion, or one young lion match, and then uh, Oscar Oscar Luebe. I can't remember how to pronounce his name. Sorry, I'm pretty sure your name's Julian, who keeps telling us how to pronounce it. Um, yeah, I know you watch all the episodes, but I still can't remember how you pronounce his name. Uh, team up with Ishii, take on uh, Daiki Naba and Masakitamiya. You know, that's the opening match of the card. Uh, I don't, you know, it really gets into it from uh, once that, do you know what? It says opening match minus one. Okay, so there's two pre-show matches. I don't think we need to really talk about them. But it kicks off the main show. It's awesome. Naomichi Marafuji teaming up with Bullet Club. Bullet Club for a day because of the Kenta connection. Yep. It's intriguing uh and then um tag team champion sugira and kojima teaming up with yano and tanahashi so that chaos connection there uh for uh, well hontai sorry because uh, kojima and tanahashi but but marafuji is the intriguing part they're teaming up with the bullet club boys yeah no that's gonna be good because i enjoyed their tag match from that pro wrestling noah show mm-hmm. uh and i also enjoyed yohei so him against despy this is a match that Despy wanted since fucking last Wrestle Kingdom. Um, and it's the only singles match outside of the, the, the Congo versus LIJ stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not too familiar. Look, I'm, you know, be perfectly transparent. I'm not familiar with a lot of these, um, Noah neither, guys. So neither is- am I. I did. You know what? That's the, the thing I think about Noah is the, the top of the card fucking stacked. Keno, Nakajima, Kitamiya, uh, Kiyomiya, uh, Fujita. Top, top fucking killer heavyweight stars. They're going to knock the shot out of each other. Mid card, lower card. Yeah. No one's particularly excited, I don't think. At least among Western fans, like in general, no one's tuning in for the junior tag matches in Noah. Right. Um, yeah, so they changed hands, right? At uh, that Pro Wrestling Noah show? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I, I was there and I don't even know. Um, <laughs> But yeah, they're Masuato Takuchi and Tiger Masters, Alejandro, Junta Miyakawa, and Amakusa. Um, Again, there's three guys that I know very little about. Um, yep, fourth match, too. fourth match kicks it up a big gear. We get the stars out. Togi Makabe and Kazuchika Okada versus Yoshiki Inamura and Kaito Kiyomiya. Of course, the selling point here is that it's the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion and the JHC Heavyweight Champion in opposite corners, Okada and Kiyomiya. Um, of course, neither of them are going to pin each other, but fucking seeing them guys in the ring again, they were in the main event of Wrestle Kingdom 16 night three. They're in the main. They're gonna. They're in a big match here, and they're both champion. Yeah, and then we have the Lij versus Congo lineup. Uh, Bushi Ooh. against. Uh, we need, we need we need to give our predictions here, man. Do we? we? We we gotta go. It's the best of five series, man. Uh, Bushi versus Tadasuke in the first match. Uh, I'm gonna go with Tadasuke. This is basically it's the two pin eaters of the the factions. So <laughs> one guy's not eating a pin for a change. Um. I'm gonna go to Dasuke as well. All right. Um, and then we get Hiromu Takashi versus Hajime Ohara. Uh, of course, Hiromu is the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team, uh, Junior Heavyweight Champion. You know, a loss here would certainly have ramifications. Uh, I'm gonna go with Hiromu. I am also gonna go with Hiromu. So it's one-one here. One-one. Yeah, we agree. Uh, Sonata versus Manabu Sawyer. Um, I'm going to go with Sonata. I'm gonna go with Sawyer. Okay, uh, so I'm two one Lij. You're two one Congo. Yes. Okay. 
uh, Shingo versus Nakajima. I'm going Shingo. So, I'm also um, going Shingo. I'm 3-1 LIJ. You're 2-2? Yes. You're 2-2 going into the main event. Okay, yes. so you're 2-2 you're two, two going into the main event. Who's winning the best of five series? I think it's going to be Kino. Oh, you think 3-2 Congo? I do. I think 3-2 LIJ, but I think Keno also, I think he gets the win over Naito. I agree. I think Shingo can't be losing, right? He's got an IWGP World Heavyweight title shot coming up. Yep, and I don't think Hiromu can lose because he's the junior champion. Exactly. So I think, yeah, I, I think Keno is going to beat Naito, which is going to be crazy. All right, and I don't know what Keno's status is in... He's a former top champion. He's essentially the leader of the group. Um, he, like you know, obviously you saw him challenge uh, Kiyomiya for the title in Nippon Budokan. Uh, Kiyomiya beat him for the title uh, in like September, I think. Um, Keno is a top tier. He's top tier heavyweight. Um, so he, him beating Naito wouldn't, you know, in terms of their status, isn't a shock. But it's the fact that Naito is obviously the biggest star out of the two by leaps and bounds. Yeah, I think, it would, and I th- but I, I just you know, Naito's no spring chicken, and and this is a it's a position for him to help elevate uh, Kino. I don't think Kino. I don't think Kino is a, sp- a spring chicken either. I have no, to say, no, he's thir- he's thirty eight. Yeah, but Naito's you know Naito's forty, Naito's like but he's sixty. He's fucking beat up though, man. <laughs> nice. Like he walks around like he's sixty years old. Naito's got the old uh, Muto Tanahashi knees. Um, but yeah, I think LIJ win the series. I think Keno wins in the main event. The match I'm most excited for, easily Shingo versus Nakajima. Um, as someone, again, as you've probably not seen much Noah, Nakajima is the guy that got me into Noah these past few years. Okay. He is... Oh, man. Do you know, during that Noah show, like him doing his kicks, I can't remember. He was in the tag match of some kind. Oh, I think he was in the tag match where Hiroshi Hase was the surprise entrance, uh, was X. Um, oh, yes. Nice. And uh, Nakajima's kicks, like, they're great. They're, they're, he, he, he's probably got the best kicks in wrestling in terms of the fact that they just sound like gunshots and they're vicious as fuck. But to experience that in person, and I'm up in the cheap seats in Nippon Budokan, I bought my ticket hours before the show, like, whatever they had left, please give it to me. Um, I could hear it crystal fucking clear up in the heavens in Nippon Budokan. The guy's kicks are unbelievable. Um, him with, you know, Shingo's big body, his big chest, oh, they're going to make magic together. Yeah, I bet. I'm excited for that. That is a... the, my, my main event. Yeah, I'm excited for the show and I'm excited, you know, again, I, I want to go back and I want to catch up on the stuff I missed while I was away, so I know they did like two or three shows. Yeah, I don't, think, the... I don't think it's integral for to, to this show happening. No, I but I just want to like... It, the. It's the same way with like New Japan, like that first Wrestle Kingdom I watched, and then I was like, I'm looking up these guys and I'm yeah, following yeah. up, and I, you know, like now, like when you tell me like the road to New Beginnings, like I'm gonna watch like the last three matches, yeah, you know, like a lot of the eight mans, but back then it was I had to try and, you know, I gotta figure oh, yeah. out my bearings and I gotta you, figure you, out who's who. So you've, you've got to watch before it can become background noise. Yeah, absolutely. But thankfully, I think Chris and Kevin are in Yokohama for this show, I think. So they're, they're certainly going to guide the way for us, um, as they always do. Yeah, so it's uh, it's that's what, that's Saturday, right? 
it is this Saturday, uh, Saturday morning for me. So it'll be, you know, Saturday, 2 a.m. for you, 1 a.m., something like, something, something rubbish like that. Um, if it's just going strong, man, then bye bye Muda right after that on the 22nd, right? Yeah. New, now I have to show the day after. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Um, there is one more match we should cover. We briefly mentioned it, but before we come back in two weeks for our usual break club, there's one match that would have happened and it's the Kerry PW title match. Uh, Shingo versus Great Okan. Um, whatever the rules are, it's some type of MMA amateur wrestling style match. I don't know. Um, it is, uh, I'll tell you right now. But Shingo versus Great Okan takes place this Sunday. Everything else takes place beginning of February. So we'll be able to preview all that good stuff properly. Shingo versus Okada, Tamatong versus ELP, the tag titles, the world title, all those good yeah, things. I'm sorry to interrupt you. So the match is going to be a MMA rules match. Each wrestler may wear a martial arts gi, and the bout can only be won by knockout, TKO, or submission. There will also be wrestlers serving as lumberjacks outside of the ring. This was Okan's uh, stipulation. Yeah, all how look great, Okan. Um, do you know... So, so, I think Shingo retains. We should say that. I'm, okay. you know, you know, he he's got to go strong to the world title shot. Um, what do you? Who are you going with Shingo? Or are you going with, yeah, I'm going with Shingo? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's. By the time we're back, there's lots of other shows, but they're just the road twos. They're the tag shows. They're just lots of tag matches. But when we're back in two weeks, we'll be able to preview the big new beginning shows. Anything else that they've announced for Battle in the Valley? Because they've announced the IWGP World Heavyweight Title is going to be defended there. It's going to be defended twice in the space for a week. Yeah, uh, and they announced. I uh, think that's got, that's a first. I'd imagine they announced Jay and Eddie Kingston. Jay Eddie Kingston, Tom Lawler versus Homicide. Uh, yep. Alex uh, Coglin versus Kratos. A long fucking last. Yeah, David Finley, Bobby Fish. Yep. Yeah. No, it is. It's looking like a big card, man. They're 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 not. You know, the the show sold out, and then they're like, "Yeah, here's a world title match," like. Fred Rosser versus Kenta. That's another one. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hedge, you got to hedge your bets, man. If you're going to, if you get people showing up for, for Mercedes, you know, let's, let's it, fucking stack it up. It, it's looking like a fucking great show. And that's one you can watch at a good time. And I, I, I'm not going to stay up for it. I'll watch it the next morning. Okay. Okay. That's okay. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's February next few weeks, you know, and then it, then it'll be a bit of downtime. We'll go into the Fantastic Mania tour, which is not essential viewing for any New Japan no. fan. But they announced the uh, the date for the New Japan Cup. New Japan Cup dates are announced. The 50th anniversary show, uh, the anniversary show, 51st anniversary show date. Um, and Sakura Genesis is happening in April as well. Um, so, yeah, so there's there's a lot. There's going to be a lot to cover. There's a lot of uh, a lot of New Japan news and and stuff to talk about. And like Kieran said, New Japan. New beginning shows uh, we'll talk about in a couple weeks uh, and preview those. Um, but man, what this is the time. If you're looking to get into New Japan wrestling, you enjoy the fightful uh, overbooked bread club. Like this is the time, man. Jump in. You watch your Wrestle Kingdom, get your New Year's Dash under your belt, and then follow us and, and watch the product. And I think you'll be uh, very happy with what you're seeing. You don't have to worry about like, uh, you know, the rapist or whatever he is leaving, coming back. You now he wants to be a part of the company. Like that's not happening in New Japan. We're good over there. Yeah, no, it's it's nice to just what enjoy the wrestling, right? I don't yeah. care so much about for lots of people in sports. The most interesting thing is the stuff outside of the sport, the backroom locker talk, the transfers, yada yada yada. That's not the case for me with wrestling. Nothing beats watching Omega versus Osprey, whether. You were able to watch it in Tokyo, I'm like myself, whether you watched it fucking 4 a.m. as the sun was rising like Matt. Nothing beats that 35 minutes bell to bell. 
that that's yeah. why we're watching this shit. That's why we're fans. I agree. I agree. It definitely, if you, I know it's you know, uh, Wrestle Kingdom is it's a long show and people can't find the time. I know Axis here in the states is the is the is the channel that New Japan is on when they show it, yes. and I think they're yeah. showing Osprey sh- Omega. I think they showed it last week. I think they already okay. showed it. Yeah. I don't know if this is going to show. I have to show you this one. I couldn't post this one on social media. I All probably right. shouldn't show you. Let's I'm going to go solo layout here. Look at that hair. His hair is terrible. Leave him alone. So I, I, I don't know that I should have shown that. Um, but Tanahashi right, came out of Tokyo Dome. He rushed into... <laughs> He rushed into TGI Fridays, um, and when he came out, I was still hanging around hoping to meet some wrestlers, um, and he took a picture. Obviously, social distancing is a big thing still in Japan and everything, so he said, he said don't post it on social media. He does want to get in trouble. Does he um, speak English? He, he speaks pretty good English. Like, he is very... He can certainly get by. Um, he, you know, always, he, I'm, always, I'm fascinated to know... Because, like, yeah, when I'm yeah. trying to, like book interviews for the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Like when this episode comes out of Red Club and you're watching it on Fightful Overbook, you can go back to the latest episode of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast where we have Clark Connors on today. You got Clark Connors on today? Today. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Kenny Omega. Kieran. Um, I'm always like, I would love to talk to a lot of these guys, but I'm just not sure like... The Japanese, yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't want to... I don't Japanese even try. Stuff. I'm like, I'm no, not even gonna try. I absolutely, I absolutely would not. Um, so on the Kenny Omega thing, so homing mask, who you may or may not have heard of, they've got like a shop in Shibuya. They get all the wrestlers go there. They do awesome wrestling merch, and it's not dumb wrestling merch. It's kind of stylish merch. Like you see in all, nearly every picture in Japan, I'm wearing this awesome tiger mask shirt jumper because I fucking loved that jumper, and I couldn't believe it when I went to their shop and they had it. On, they had it on sale. And they had it in my size. Oh, nice. I couldn't believe my luck. Um, I fucking love that jumper. I see, because all the wrestlers go to Japan, and you see like Robbie Eagles will be wearing that jumper, and I'm like, fuck you, Robbie. And then like another wrestler will get it, and I'm like, God damn, these jumpers are so cool, but shipping to UK is a fortune. Um, but yeah, they've done this awesome Kenny Omega collaboration t-shirt, um, which is what I'm wearing at the moment. Uh, oh, nice. Because they uh, they done his, um, his entrance gear and stuff as well. They've done lots of his entrance gear over here. If you go to his shop, uh, they've got his entrance. They've got his gear on show, and he signed it and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, literally, you went into their. Sh- they they had a pop up shop at the Tokyo Dome train station, um, and they've got Polaroid pictures that they take of the wrestlers who rock up and they sign them. They literally had everyone. They had Mercedes, Bailey, Naomi. They had Will Ospreay. They had uh, Kenny. Any wrestler you can think of that was around Tokyo that time had popped into this little shop, taken a picture, and signed stuff for them. Um, but yeah, of course, I could go on about my my Japan trip for another hour and a half, but nobody wants that. I look, I enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy hearing about it, and again, like uh, we've only known each other for a couple months, but I could not be happier for you. Like, if anyone deserved to uh, to get o- get over to Japan and and have that experience, like, man, you deserve it. Like, you're one of the most genuinely nice people, and you love the product. It, it definitely comes through on the show and through your Twitter at kieran rh93 so kudo i'm glad you had a good time i know i bust your balls a lot (laughs) in the show that is awesome it's fucking great man you deserve it i'm so glad you had a good time and and i'm really really gonna make it a huge effort to go next oh man yeah i'll be the one sitting at home envious when you're out there fucking when next year i'm sure that that, that's gonna happen don't feed the bullshit okay because this year you were gonna sit home flights were expensive you got a wedding to pay for 
still got a wedding to make. And it was like, <laughs> fucking, like fucking, uh, I don't know, some goofy movie where someone just makes a, a last minute decision. It's funny because people, people probably have this perception of me, and literally everything is on my fucking credit card. I owe so much money on my credit card, guys. And I was really strict. Like, I usually go to Japan. On my last two trips to Japan, I've had to buy another suitcase out there because I've bought so much shit. Like, just wrestling stuff, like plushies, like Pokemon Center stuff. Like, I love it all. I'm a big anime fan. I'm a big video game fan. You know, Japan is the place to be for a fucking geek like me. Nice. Um, I really had to... I restrained myself. I really didn't spend too much on stuff. Um, you know, I got the Wrestle Kingdom towel. I got a Noah towel. Um, got Stardom, pro- obviously, programs and stuff like that. In terms of like merch, I got a few shirts and I got, um, you know, Minoru Suzuki's got the ringside collectibles action figure. Yes. Um, he had them in his shop and they were all signed and everything. So I got the white one. That was like 80 pound, maybe 85 pound. That shit was expensive. Yeah. Um, I got the notification that they were on sale for ringside collectibles. And I was like, I'm going to wait until after Christmas and after my vacation. They're not, I don't think they're going anywhere for a little bit. So I'm going to. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to go because it it was signed by him and he's in the shop and obviously I can get a picture of him and yada, yada, yada. I went there to buy the, the figure. It's the whole reason I went to his shop in Harajuku. Um, I didn't expect it to be so fucking expensive. But then what was really cool is opposite his shop, there's another little wrestling shop and it sells mostly all Japan merch and stuff like that. Fucking. Great Kabuki was doing a fucking signing there. Oh, I saw the picture, and then they used the picture of him and you for like their promotional thing, and they blurred you out your face, right? Yeah, yeah, they did because that's quite a common thing in Japan. Like when I went Choco Pro, I don't, Matt, you need to check out Choco Pro. If you I know, I know about for some ungodly reason, Tony, who does the Shining Wizards, knows about Choco Pro. Oh, yeah, like, the window in the alley. Like, Dude, watch, watch the episode that I'm in because I'm sat in the window. So I'm on, I'm on the entire show. You can't miss me. Is um, it up on YouTube now? It's on YouTube. I'll send you a link after. Oh my um, god! Yes. Uh, it's that the show. But do you know what the crazy thing is? Like I said, it, it was the most fun I had at a wrestling show that week, bar none, easily. Um, they're fighting on like obviously a chocolate mat, Choco Pro, Chocolate Pro Wrestling. The people are the ropes. There's no ring ropes or anything. They're in literally a fucking rinky dink little room, like yeah. a little one studio apartment style thing. There's fucking holes in the ceiling because Chris Brooks is a tall motherfucker and he keeps on sticking people through it. Um, when I was there, he went to like lift someone up and they fucking their feet hit the light and a fucking light tube fell out. Um, it's the most incredible thing. But they're putting on really fucking good matches. There's lots of comedy, obviously, but they fucking go. It is unlike anything else you will ever see. That that was the most fun I've had. You you've got to check that out. I will definitely check it out. But yeah, sorry. Um, the point was because obviously it's so small. They ask if you upload pictures, blur out everyone's faces, the the fans' faces in the background. Um, it's a very common thing in Japan to blur out people's faces. So when this shop had taken pictures of me meeting Greg Booty, they blurred out my face, and I put up a joke tweet like, "I wonder whose handsome face they blurred out." Um. (laughs) And then the person that runs the account, a lady that was doing the signing, she responded to me. She's like, oh, can I post your face? And I was like, yeah, I don't care. Go for it. So on her account, she shared pictures of Mimi and Kabuki and didn't blur it out. That's Um, awesome. But I do. I couldn't believe it. I went to meet Suzuki and Grey Kabuki was there. And it was like a thousand yen to meet him. It was like six pound. That's awesome. No, no more than $10 to meet Great Kabuki, get him to sign a thing. He gave me a fucking nunchuck to hold. He was like, where? He's like, are you from the States? And I was like, no, London. He's like, oh, and I was. (laughs) 
That was the extent. Oh, I fucking, okay. I, I loved it. I loved it, man. I met the fucking great Kabuki. Like Jesus Christ, that's fucking amazing. I couldn't. Believe awesome. That. Good for you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, don't I'm, be so, I'm, no. I'm, don't I'm look. I know I'm bus ball. That's my thing. I'm a ball buster. You say it all the time. I bring the funny. I think it's great. I think it's awesome. It's awesome. I, it, it was. It was a crazy trip. I shouldn't have done it, but I did, and I'm glad. And I'm glad to be back on Bread Club gloating about it. I'm glad you did it, and I'm glad you're. I'm glad the Bread Club is a thing. Hell yeah! No, this we is a, share these wonderful experiences with thing. each other. You know, yeah. It, getting people invested in New Japan for fight for helping fight for with their their New Japan coverage because New Japan is the fucking best. Yeah, and Jeremy's been great. I'll tell you what, man. Oh, yeah. Fucking putting together that Wrestle Kingdom 17 preview show is the most stressful <laughs> fucking thing I've ever had. Audio is... Ki- I am the king of... I edited the audio per Dude, the video, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Thankfully, it came together, but man... It I- was awesome. You've you done, you done a tremendous job. We'll, we'll make it a little more easy next time. We'll just get them to try join us live. No, no. Now that I know how to do it, but man, I had like fucking oh, anxiety, yeah. and then I fucking uploaded okay. it. It took like fucking two hours to upload. I'll, I'll just DM, a... I'll just DM Kazuchika Okada and ask if he's free. Yeah, yeah, I'll talk. <laughs> Let's talk. I want to talk to the rainmaker. <laughs> I don't mind doing the editing uh, now that I know that I can do it. But man, I was like, well, hey, now you've opened up a whole new fucking revenue stream, a whole new life skills add to the CV and do stuff with the wizards. Yeah, no. Once I can, fit, don't, don't don't tell those fucking get. Don't tell. Them. <laughs> I'm not fucking doing any editing. Fuck that. Dude, I can't believe you got Clark Connors on tonight. Or by the time this airs, you would have interviewed Clark Connors again. I, I can't wait for that one. Yeah, it was fucking super. I, he got the Shining Wizards T-shirt. He took like a really weird picture where you might be able to see his balls. Oh, is uh, it the one like he's next to the pool or something? Yeah, and he's like fucking yeah. crouching and his like yeah. hold just right there. And I'm like, <laughs> Rock and roll, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and then he was like, I'd love to come back on the show. And I was like, He's an awesome dude. And I was like, you know, it was probably uh, right when he was finished. Okay, bring this one up. Uh, wrestler, we were speaking about the LA Dojo boys, me and a wrestler whilst I was in Japan, um, how much we love them. And uh, I, during, I think, the Super Junior Tag League, Clark lost his phone when they was out drinking one night. All um, right. And ask him, I, I think it was during this tour. I could be wrong. Maybe it was an older story. I can't remember. There was so much fucking gossip. Like, I could, I needed to be right with a pen and paper. Um. But yeah, he lost his phone and ask him ask him what happened. How, how did he find his phone? Where was his phone? All right. Um, let me know how it goes. Uh if if you don't get the full story, I'll I'll let you know. Um if he if he if he's like what the fuck is Kieran talking about? I've no idea. I mean, he was pretty open and honest with us last time we talked to oh, him. Dude, he just tremendous. moved into his Oh, it's nothing bad. Like Oh I think... no. I mean, we had a yeah. full conversation about him shitting his pants and he's yelling about it in his backyard. So Clark Connors was going to the ring every night of Super Junior Tag League and downing a beer. Like, I think if I tell if I was to say that Clark Connors likes a drink, no one's gonna be shocked. No, not at all. Also, I don't know if you saw this news. But apparently, Carl Fredericks is going uh, WWE bound. His scoop, he is. Yeah, I I reached out. I said that the that story's true, and he was like, "Yeah, someone leaked it." Um, and I, obviously, I wished him the best because he's a good dude. Um, I got to we we spoke to each other for a long time on social media, and when he was over in London, we went out for a meal together. Um, he's an awesome dude. I it's I'm glad it didn't work out for him in New Japan. I think people, I put a tweet out about it. I think people forget just how fucking much we were behind him as a young lion. 
He yeah, was man. he was the star of the LA Dojo. Yep. Like fucking love Alex Coglin and Clark Connors. Obviously Gabriel Kidd came in as well. Those three, I love them to bits. Three of the nicest guys in the business. But Carl Fredericks was the fucking star at LA Dojo. He yes, had he, he had the it. He won the Young Lion Cup. He was the one that was, as a young lion, could showcase himself. And yeah, it all, it all, the pandemic fucked him over. He was meant to, you know, deb- debut his new gimmick against Kenta in the New Japan Cup. Yep. The pandemic hit. He fucking just, oh, he's he's not a young lion anymore. And he has yeah. a, a match against Kenta in front of nobody. Um, you know, the pandemic obviously fucked a lot over a lot of people. I'm not saying Carl Fredericks deserves special treatment, but he suffered and he's made decisions as a result. And hopefully NXT fucking works out for him. Yeah. And look, the door is never closed, right? He could have a run in NXT and then, you know, he could show back up like Kushida did. So yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, but you know, that's one I'll, I'll... Fucking wrestling Darby, Darby Allen, Allen fucking Wednesday night. Good, good luck to him. Get some fucking, you know, He's kind of, he's done the Super Junior Tag League and that's about it. And he, you know, he, uh, Kevin Knight was fucking, a starter. He won a six-way too at the Impact pay-per-view. Did he win it? <laughs> I, I had no idea he won. But yeah, he said he wants to be based in LA. He wants to work with the LA Dojo Boys and he'll fly over to Japan for the Japanese shows. So whilst he's in America, yeah, let's get him fucking New Japan eyes on AEW. Yeah, and I think I'm, I'm going to just, I, it's because it's new. It's in the New Japan family and we're going to wrap up soon because I know this is going long, but I've read spoilers of the impact tapings and it looked like, um, oh, I can't, why did his name just fucking, um, Kushida? No, Kevin I've... Knight. Kevin Knight was in a tag match. Oh, okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. We, 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 he, he was the star of that tag team in Super Junior Tag League. I mean, he fucking... I forget who he tagged with. Uh, fucking graduated mid tour, which no one had ever seen. The dude is a fucking guarantee. Like I say, he, I think he could be the ace of the junior division in the years to come. Yeah, I hope so. I hope they they use him to his fullest potential. But yeah, you, you you're right. We we have gone long, but it's fucking Wrestle Kingdom. That's why. Yeah, man. We look, we're long Wrestle overdue for this Kingdom. show. Um, and we appreciate your patience and waiting for it to come out. Um, yeah, like it, it was just bad timing. And really, it's my fault. Matt was all prepared to before the cruise to f- fit in the Wrestle Kingdom preview show. It is um, better. It is better than it went this way because <laughs> <laughs> I was a fucking zombie the next day, <laughs> and it wasn't happening Thursday, buddy. But no, we're, we're we're probably the last Wrestle Kingdom review show out there. But we're the fucking best. They saved the best till last, baby. That's it. Special thanks to Jeremy over at Fightful Overbooked. Uh, FightfulOverbooked.com is the website. Fightful.com. Uh, subscribe to uh, Fightful Overbooked on wherever you get your podcasts. And we will, po- we're also, we're a YouTube vehicle, but if you can't watch us and you want to take us with you, we are on the Fightful Overbooked like podcast stream. I don't know if people know that. Yeah, I when like episode two, I was curious myself and I had a look, but yeah, yeah, no, I think we're definitely better as a video format, like yes, you know, absolutely the way we do this. But you know, I'm I'm the same. I know guys that do YouTube shows, but I listen to the podcasts exclusively because I'm going to work. Yeah, we. So if you're like, you know, oh, the Bread Club, I have to watch it. No, 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 no. no. It helps, helps the views help on the YouTube. But uh, if you want to take us with you on the train, on the plane, in the automobile. Please do so. <laughs> I love that fucking film. Um, <laughs> do you know what else helps? Pressing that like button down there somewhere. And also leave us comments. We love the comments. I'm pretty sure we'll get one from Julian. Um, he's a good dude. I know there's really other people is. I'm certainly forgetting. Uh, 
but yeah leave us comments um we will you know this this show very late but we'll we'll read the comments if you've got any questions we'll answer them in the next show uh but yeah this has been a fucking blast we finally got to review wrestle kingdom we got to relive it all over again two weeks later not many people get to do that now and there's no two better people to do it and if you enjoy what kieran is doing you're going to follow him on the twitter at kieran rh93 kenny omega fucking knows who the guy is will osprey knows who the guy is you got to follow him. he's the best if you want your daily new japan history kieran RH93 is the guy to go to. He's not fucking tweeting bullshit. He's not arguing with fucking dorks that live in their mother's basements that, you know, are tribalists about the WWE rules the world or AEW rules the world. I try, do you know what though? I try not to respond to anyone and that includes the good sometimes, which I, I, I read pretty much everything. I'm a fucking addicted to it. Like when I was in Japan, Everyone was so cool. Like I said, all the responses. My Twitter was on fucking fire. Um, everyone was so nice. I read it all. I just don't tend to respond. It's just the way I am. I, I don't know. But I, I keep, I'm always finding good content. But one thing I should mention, follow at WrestleIn, like it said, WrestleIN. But the Noob Japan podcast is probably no more. Um, it's quite... So my, my episode was that bad? Oh. <laughs> Literally um we got we got negative views somehow negative listens i I don't understand how it's like people downloaded it and then deleted it or something i I don't know um you're a man of many you're a man of many talents matt i guess so Um, but no i think it's just it's quite a uh research heavy podcast i have to prepare a lot even if i'm the noob i have to know what questions i'm going to ask what i want to learn what i want to know uh, if I'm an expert, I have to prepare a lot of history, a lot of notes, a lot of research, a lot of watching matches. It's a big deal. I get to come on the bread club. I've already watched wrestling. I've already watched New Japan because I fucking love it. We just come here. We shoot the shit. We don't. Well, how how much time do we take to prep, Matt? Like two minutes before the show? If that. I mean, I'm a professional, so it takes about four. <laughs> exactly. We say, oh, what happened in New Japan? Oh, yeah, this shit happened. This shit's going to happen. Let's go. Bush. The pretty um, much. It's very like I was. Uh... We got home real late Saturday night from the cruise, and then it was my mother-in-law's birthday while we were away. So my wife was like, hey, we're going to go out for dim sum Sunday morning. And I'm like, you know my football team made the playoffs, and they have a 1 o'clock game. Like, what? Are you, why? <laughs> so we had to wake up early and go to dim sum, which was fine, and it was great. Uh, and then I was – but it was just like you're exhausted from traveling. You know, you, yeah, but you yeah. still haven't caught up. So like last night we were watching the football game and I was like, Oh, I gotta look I gotta look at New Japan notes before before I gotta see what, what's been going on. So I caught up last night and then I double checked it today. Yeah. Um but basically New Japan it's it's a it, t- it takes a lot, it's a lot of preparation, yep. it's a lot of research, it's a lot of notes, I have to put in a lot of hours. Um I'm planning I'm I'm gonna be just replacing it with a New Japan podcast. Uh so that will be over on wrestling, it'll be with different people. Um of course, because Matt is busy. Me and Matt meet here. We 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 represent wrestling and we represent the Shining Wizards podcast. Um, but yeah, there'll be a new 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 Japan content from me uh, exclusively over on wrestling coming hopefully next week. So be sure to follow Kieran and I do the Shining Wizards. Kieran mentioned at Wizards Podcast on social media every Monday night, seven o'clock. Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. We're live, and then wherever you get your podcast, Clark Connors is joining us uh, tonight. Uh, this will be out afterwards, so you can go back and check it out. It's episode six twenty. I even got a little message on the pa- the, the the Shining Wizards Patreon today. You're doing a, a rewind show for Clash of Champions. 
Yes, we are. Clash of Champions 32 next Monday. So yeah, check that out. Check out the Patreon as well for extra goods like that on the, the Shining Wizards Patreon. Yeah, so we're going to, uh, yeah, we're just, you know, I'm back in the side. I was gone for a week. Kieran mentioned he noticed there was no activity on Twitter. Uh, I do want to send out props to, to Tony and Handsome Kevin because uh, after we got the shout out from Kevin Kelly, I was like, you got, you guys got to fucking watch the show. I'm not going to be there to talk about it. You have to fucking <laughs> watch because he shouted us out during Wrestle Kingdom and they fucking watched. Um, Handsome Kevin watched it twice. Uh, they just, they did a really nice job covering it for two guys who aren't, um, deep into New Japan like me and you are. So props that's, to those guys. That's awesome though to get that viewpoint. Like you've got me, very historical, loves the stats, the figures, all that bullshit you bring the the humor the good times and stuff to this show two very different viewpoints here but we're both new japan diehards i i would love to you know know what tony thought about it from an outside perspective that's always so intriguing because i remember when i first discovered new japan how it blew my mind like it's a, it's a different world it's it's awesome to see it. as long as the person's a, it's not so much fun if they just shit on it but right no, they had, they, had, they had, there were things that they liked and they were things that they didn't understand because they don't watch. Like they weren't familiar with the Zack Sabre Jr. TMDK thing. Like they didn't yeah. understand that. There was, you know, Kevin, handsome Kevin didn't understand like why Jay didn't put up more of a fight when the referee was trying to take the belt from him at the end of the match. Like nuances and things that yeah. I just. We, uh, we fucking yeah. love. Yeah. So they did an unbelievable job. And if anyone uh, tuned in because they heard the shout out, uh, it was supposed to be for the bread club. But no. I take, I'm taking that W. Yeah, the Wizards are getting that W. That's A-OK a- with me. Um, I did see Kevin after Tokyo Dome Show. Um, did he ask where your giant fathead was? I don't think he did. Dude, um, it is not expensive to make a fathead. <laughs> I am getting my, actual, my actual fathead was there. So I know, you know but it needs to be like... Kind of work. Someone fucking... So what I didn't even see it, but Kevin Kelly quote retweeted something. I think he quote retweeted you and was like, "We need to sort out the Kira and Fathead." Yes, I didn't see it because I'm on Japan time. It might have been New Year's Eve whilst I was on the plane. Like I missed a lot of tweets, obviously. Right. Um, I don't know why I suddenly saw it and I was like, "This is a horrific idea" or something. But basically, someone one of my many photos I posted while I was in Tokyo, someone cropped my face perfectly for a Fathead. And sent it as a response on Twitter, and I was like, "That is fucking horrific! Like that should never see the light of day." I, I don't, I can't remember who done it, but it, it was a perfect crop of my fucking big head. It was, it was awful. It's the worst That's idea. Um, yeah, no, that that I, I'm, I'm fearful that may actually come to fruition one day. Oh, definitely. If I have to fucking pay extra to put it on a plane if I go to Japan, I will. No. Um, we we we're we're, hit, we're hitting the two hours mark. Let's send the people home. All right, guys. If you uh, enjoy the show again, me and Kieran can't say it enough. Like, uh, subscribe, and leave a comment. Just what's up? Enjoyed the show. We get so many views. It means so much to us if you interact with us on the the YouTube channel and fight for overbooked. And of course, follow Kieran at Kieran RH ninety three on the Twitter at Wizards Podcast is the account I'm rocking. Nice. I have a. Uh... <laughs> huge before we go i just got to tell you because you showed me the program i had a friend go to wrestle kingdom a couple years ago i was like dude bring me a program (laughs) the uh 
Go Are on. you in the fucking program? If you show me a picture. No, no, no. <laughs> I was going to show Mega Ospreay. <laughs> if there was a picture of you in there, I was going to close the fucking the, get the computer. This thing is it's huge. Look at this. It's yeah, huge. It's They're always so big. I have mine somewhere. I had a friend bring it back for me, but uh, the the first time I saw him after was my mother's funeral. Oh, and he like gave it to me in the funeral. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> that is... I'm like, I'm like, thanks, and I like threw it in <laughs> my car. And my wife was like, "Did that really just happen?" I'm like, "Wow, I, I get it because I don't see him a lot, but like, you, know, <laughs> you could have like pulled me aside later." Oh it was my just god, like... that's the most the most <laughs> awful and best thing I've ever heard, man. Wow. Yes. So the story seemed to find me. That was yeah. That's the that perfect perfect end to finish break club. And we find you. We love you. We appreciate the support. Continue to support Fightful Overbook. Support the Wizards. Support Kieran. And we'll be back in two weeks. We're going to preview the new beginning shows uh, and talk more New Japan Pro Wrestling. Until then, uh, don't forget to spay and neuter your pets. Yeah, i got to get the kitty spayed and neuters. Right. I think that's something Bob Barker used to say that. After every every price is right. Oh, that's an American thing. We're weird over here. Uh Uh-huh. See you guys in a couple weeks.